Hello and welcome to the Benzo Rehab Dungeon, episode 47. It is uh, June 11th, 2021. I am your host, Michael Debs. Joining me as always, Danko Suvin from the Instagram uh, account, at Dankdeluz. Also joining me as now always, uh, John the Producer from the Instagram handle, Discopathic. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? John first. Oh shit! No, I'm I'm doing great. Yeah. Glad to hear that. I'm I'm sorry I caught you off guard. Um, even though this is what we do almost every time, and you know, if you put Wait. any amount of preparation into this, you would have something like witty lined up. Like I'm a okay chief. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, Danko, how are how are you? Oh, who me? Yeah, yeah. The other person I ask immediately after John. <laughs> oh, <laughs> every episode. Yeah. Uh, man, I'm 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 living I'm living I'm La living Levita Luca. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and living Levita Loca in uh, in Margaritaville. So. Oh man, <laughs> that's a, that's a great thing. Yeah, that's that's all the lyrics to that song, right? Um. He says something about a, a shaker of salt, and then he does the whole Levita Loca. You should look again. up the lyrics to uh, to <laughs> Cheeseburger in Paradise sometime. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> since, since we're on, since we're on the subject of um, uh, what the fuck is his name, Jimmy well, Buffett. We, there we, we go. We can we can do a mashup of Cheeseburger in Paradise and Rock and Roll McDonald's. I think that would roll. Yeah, for. <laughs> Have you ever karaoke uh, Wesley Willis? I I have not, but that would be. Um... I gotta do it at some point. That's something that uh, the listener probably doesn't know. Is that I don't know if John does. I guess we're about to find out. But my ends of karaoke, karaoke, we karaoke. Yes. Oh yeah, John. John yeah. is very well aware of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me and Deebs. Is, is John also a karaoke? Okay. Uh, from time to time, he would dabble. Yeah, yeah. There you go. We uh, we once sang uh, Santeria uh, together. Songs, gentlemen. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Um. So my my go tos um are, are "Lean on Me," uh, okay, by Bill Withers. Um. My heart will go on by Celine Dion, and John can attest to this. <laughs> I've heard you do one of these, <laughs> and then uh, I'm just a girl by uh, by no doubt. Um, that's okay. another one I used to do a lot of. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I would I would go into karaoke and uh, just get shit housed and sing a lot of dumb songs. Um, I mean, that's the only way to do it. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, like no, you get people serious. that go up there and they start singing like serious songs, and you know they're like. <laughs> 
trying not to cry because they just went through a divorce or something. <laughs> <laughs> We've all seen that. I, uh, I like to do an Unchained Melody. That's my serious one by the Righteous Brothers. I sang it to you once, but you were apparently like half conscious talking to someone. I think you were dating someone that was there. Yeah, that doesn't I, sound I, like I, me I even, at all. I, <laughs> I, I even dedicated it to you because it was your birthday. Yep, yep, and I, I, I do just, recall like, this. Disappeared. Yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> I won't tell you what I disappeared for, but, uh, but it was worth it. So, <laughs> the really good one, though, the one that my, my favorite thing to karaoke, and it has been since uh, before I was karaokeing, uh, was a Hemorrhage by Fuel. Oh, yeah. In my hand. <laughs> that's great oh man all the lyrics are the same it's yeah. so good it's just blah, 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 blah. hey so um speaking of birthdays what, we're not ask john oh john yeah. uh yeah what what are your go-to's john i think i oh, only re- recall santeria with you uh that one time but i'm sure you yeah, sing others yeah no i i uh I sang, I sang uh, Santeria uh, with you. Uh, I sang uh, I Want to Break Free by Queen. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, usually, a lot of times, uh, I uh, helped the uh, my fellow Marines that uh, couldn't sing very well and help drag them uh, through uh, Disney songs. Cause, you oh, know, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's pretty yeah. fun. A whole yeah, new a whole new world was one that came up a lot. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like, there's like, always, some, someone someone had to be Jasmine, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and it's actually easier when you have a deeper voice to sing a lady's part. So Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I always uh I always fuck up the lyrics to that uh, whole new world song. Because <laughs> I, for, for for some reason, I, I I sing stupid songs all the time when I'm like bored or thinking. Like if you've ever played cards with me or something, it's just nonstop yeah. me singing like one line out of a song over and over again, and it's a nightmare. <laughs> uh, but uh, a whole new world, I always fuck up as a brave new world. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I've heard and, you sing this, uh, and I was actually accident. I was going to steal your thunder and mention that because I've heard you sing this. <laughs> and then when we did that road trip together. <clears throat> Uh, and we oh, we, no. we we went we went into like a, a fugue state of of endless yeah. road and and exhaustion, <laughs> and we were like rewriting the words to like Nine Inch Nails songs like <laughs> "Make new friends, jump, play." Yes, yes. <laughs> I, last last thing for all the singing stuff because I know you have very important news, uh, oh, okay. and also we have sure. important news yeah. on top of the news, but uh, is that. Um, uh, I had a buddy, and he was this gargantuan, like Neanderthal-looking white guy, uh, just huge brow and everything. And he memorized the entire the entirety of Tupac's "When We Ride." Damn! And at weird, inopportune moments, he would just if you like brought a new girl around or something, he would like corner her and just look her straight in the eyes and just sing the whole song. <laughs> it was Rap the, the whole funniest song, shit yeah. in the world. That's great. So that like, it, yeah, I, I have this really vivid memory the first time he did it to me where we were we were sitting in the car. I was in the back seat, and this man, as, as my buddy is driving, he turns around from the passenger seat and stares me in the eyes and does the whole fucking thing like as we're swerving through traffic. And I thought I was dreaming. It was just... <laughs> 
so like intense and perfect without the song playing like a different song was playing on the radio and it's just him doing that i mean it was, it was wonderful but he used to also do um uh, the reason that the the whole new world got stuck in my head this is all for my like early 20s so this makes a little bit more sense but uh we used to always do weird parodies of that song but for some reason the one that sticks with me that is just like unbearably funny for no reason because it's not funny is just a brave new world a new fantastic place to read no oh, man just something about that was so funny <laughs> to me because like we're this is this was not a phase of my life where like any of us were reading or talking about books or anything yeah, we yeah, were yeah. just like getting drunk all the time so that i don't know something about that was very funny anyway what what's up uh you you mentioned birthdays um oh yeah he so, also had a great birthday song I'm yeah listening. uh so Shouts so john's Jamie. birthday was what thursday right was it thursday yeah yeah so happy birthday to john and then uh my happy my birthday, birthday is on uh sunday i am i'm turning happy birthday mike i'm turning 33 years old and i don't actually Man. feel bad about it um Oh yeah, yeah. I, I haven't yeah. like felt existential think, or anything like that, so that's good. Like, yeah, I think 30, 31 feels pretty bad. Yeah, thirty can feel good if you get if you're like prepared for it mentally. Like my thirtieth birthday was great, but then thirty two was kind of weird. But thirty three, I could see being pretty okay because you're like you're already there. You know, you've for been sure. thirty for uh-huh. a while. But thirty one was, uh, yeah. Anyway, a dark moment in your life. How so, you feeling, John? How old are you? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm I'm 32. Uh, Hell yeah, yeah. Squad. Fuck those 33 year old old guys. Yeah, yeah. old yeah. heads, right? Squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so far, oh, I guess it's only been a year of my 30s, and I'd have to say not great. But I don't. I guess I don't believe <laughs> that to the fact that it was uh, the first year of my 30s. This could all be your fault. Actually. It could act. It could. It could actually be my fault. Yeah. No, probably. Yeah. It's it could be all of our fault because you know entering into our thirties and the universe is like fuck these guys. Yeah. It's ruining them. Um, yeah. uh, I yeah. caused COVID nineteen. Yeah, uh, so cheeseburger in paradise lyrics. Uh, I, I already decided that the title of this episode is going to be dumb shit we've seen. Cheeseburger in paradise. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> 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 I don't know. Mine's really funny. <laughs> so I don't know. We could we could always change it to cheeseburger in paradise. Um, it could just be cheese cheeseburger in paradise colon dumb shit on the internet. We don't have to talk about this anymore. <laughs> uh, so so uh, let's do a read of this. Uh, uh, tried to mm-hmm. amend my carnivorous habit. Made it nearly seventy days. Losing weight without speed. Eating sunflower seeds. Drinking lots of carrot juice and soaking up rays. But at night, I'd have these wonderful dreams, some kind of sensu- sensuous treat, not zucchini fettuccine or bulgur wheat, but a big warm bun and a huge hunk of meat. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeseburger in paradise, heaven on earth with an onion slice, not too particular, not too precise. I'm just a cheeseburger in paradise. <laughs> you know, there, there's something to be said about, you know, because because what is Jimmy Buffett if not just the soul of a middle-aged white man, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. 
And and what does it say that one of their favorite songs is uh, it references speed and it's talking about dreaming about hunks of meat. Like something about this all comes together into this beautiful like you... bathhouse imagery for me. <laughs> I was gonna say, are you psychoanalyzing <laughs> cheeseburger in paradise right now? <laughs> I, am. I, and I can't turn it off. I have to do this to everything. <laughs> all right. Well, um... but I forgot that song mentioned speed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a uh, little weird. It it is a little bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> Without myth. <laughs> um. So cool. Uh, so so yeah, dumb dumb shit we've seen. I wanted this episode to be a little bit more fun, um, because you know, we're celebrating some birthdays. Um, life is shitty, uh, and uh, you know, <laughs> we we put a lot of we put a lot of effort and stuff into like our our normal episodes. I think, and uh, you know, let's let's give ourselves a little break. I'm I'm over here. I'm chilling with. I got to show this off and. Uh, they're welcome to sponsor us, uh, you know, anytime they want. But uh, oh, yeah. I got a yeah, uh, the one my... sponsor will will accept alcohol sponsors. Yes, specifically Scott sponsors. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, my uh, my crew we'll at work, bourbon. my crew at work bought me a, a bottle of fourteen year Glenlivet. I'm enjoying it quite a lot. Uh, so so cheers, gentlemen. I think I'm. Am cheers. I the only one with alcohol this time? I think you are. Oh, yeah. I just got off of work and I'm broke and I don't have any around. Not a good look for me, I guess. Uh, well, I, I, I'm only, um, I'm only without because I drank through all my wine. <laughs> that's all I've been keeping around. <laughs> wine. Yeah, the the background that you have up right now is hiding like fifty box wines. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're you're like reusing them as like your bedding material. <laughs> yeah, just just not, a, a damp nest. <laughs> Look, n- none of us as you can you can as, blow the bags uh, back up and like like use <laughs> use the hair right. as as heterosexual men. Yeah. Uh, none of us have bed frames. It's just box wine. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> cases, uh, cases of beer and box wine. I, I sleep on on a, a a bed with a frame, but it's not because I have a frame. It's because my my partner has a frame. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I I do not have a bed frame, and yeah. I've. I've never felt the compulsion to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just going to be sleeping frame. on the bed all the same, right? Yeah. <laughs> I did have one for a while, but it, it's defunct. So mm, I nice. just don't replace things. Yeah. You yeah. fuck too hard on it. Is that what you did? Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> what I do. I'm a, I'm a sexy virile. I almost said virulent. <laughs> 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 also maybe that yeah know. that's not something you might want to advertise to pers- who gets pr- perspective checked, uh, you know <laughs> who gets checked <laughs> not me certainly I, I actually I, I i did a take-home kit for one of those uh like i don't know six months ago that was a weird experience mailing piss that oh mm. yeah <laughs> You know, I gotta say there there is something weird though about like the the uh, the professionalism of like um you know jobs that you can't do drugs on, right? 
Oh, yeah. And so, like, it's this professional notion that you should not have any kind of drugs in your system. And since we're professional people, what we now have to do is make you pee in a cup. We're going to handle your piss. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to send it to a laboratory where more people are going to handle your piss. (laughs) And uh, this is all very normal and professional sort of stuff. And it's like the, uh, I don't know, like the... um, uh, the ironic, like ends of of like all these these modes of professionalism, I guess you know. Like, it's also you know maybe this is like a a tired and obvious kind of point, but it's crazy to me that like every retail job or anything like that that I've worked always been drug tested for those. Yeah, but I'm sure that no marketing exec has or like any kind of like uh, white collar job has ever uh enforced a piss test no absolutely like not well they, not they wouldn't be able to hire it's anybody like, <laughs> right because yeah it runs on coke but but it's it's the the people working retail they they can't pass unless they like cheat or like take a month off or something too because they're they enjoy the the ganja well, it, it, it kind of seems like maybe uh, because uh, that's drug, where you need to live. Drug policies are are meant to insane. Well, they're they're not insane. Oh. They're meant to hold down a certain class of people. And, oh yeah, no, yeah. for sure, for sure. And retail workers happen to be that class of people. Whereas but they don't test for alcohol, which is a very safe drug. Uh, that uh, and it's cool. I, it's I've really I've shown up hungover to like every first day of work I think I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when I when I worked at the Home Depot, um, the most common reason to fire people was that they were drunk. I'm sorry. Well, am I, am I supposed to be common. sober at Home Depot? <laughs> right? No. I, I, like, I'm for It happened a lot for all of us. Uh, yeah. Like, well, yeah. yeah. Well, and it, it's it's funny too that like you don't need to test somebody's fucking blood alcohol level to be able to fire them for being drunk at work. It's like, you can just tell that somebody's too fucked up on in a right. substance that it's a problem. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. If, if somebody comes in like scratching their face off and, and like, I don't know, peeing in the buckets or something you'd be like oh i think i think this guy's on too many drugs to work today yeah. <laughs> um, it's really professional of them yeah. you, you know you're working in a great place though when like they have uh like in the hr office a breathalyzer like oh, that's sure. that is it that's yeah. a good sign yeah you, you know and, and i gotta yeah. say like um for the job that I work currently, which is still a blue collar job, mm. um, but it's like upper blue collar level, I guess. Uh, a they collar did, job. They didn't. Uh, they didn't fucking drug test me, and yeah. if they if they would have, I don't think I would have passed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think that you you don't really ingest anything that would pop. Uh, yeah. Every right? now and then, I I was doing mar- marijuana at the time. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, psychedelics, you got to do like a spinal tap in order to test for that. So they don't, right. they don't test for Which it. They should start doing. Yeah. Just, just do uh, a spinal really tap on everybody. Going, right. Yeah. I'm really tired of going into home goods. Uh, and the person I'm talking to is blown out of their mind on like LSD. <laughs> Those people need to be spinal tapped every day before they come into work. I am sick of this. Bro. Have you seen these tiles? <laughs> 
got <laughs> we got these new things there like imagine if you took a tree and you like took the branches and you like wove them together and you can hold other little like pine cones and shit inside of them <laughs> it's a woven uh, basket <laughs> I, I think it's funny like just about every time I've done like psychedelics, I've I've always like rediscovered mm. ontology in my brain. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's not it's not a, it's not a good trip unless you've done that. Like yeah. you have to have a metaphysical like. I got I got yeah, to examine what a table is again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my my big uh, my big like uh, tell not not a tell but like my my marker uh, for for when I was uh, really enjoying acid was if i lost all understanding of language and had to rebuild it from scratch hell um, yeah that, that's where i wanted to aim for each time that's that was perfect when you take um, that like so, mind melting amount <laughs> heroic um, yeah. yeah i mean are you are, are you really doing hallucinogens if you're not you know ingesting yeah, everything else is a microdose can possibly afford <laughs> right 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 <laughs> well now that we've incriminated ourselves for uh three yeah. minutes great um <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> I've, I've got a i've got a selection of uh dave rubin clips that i've pulled up um i thought we were just gonna watch like car chases and explosions and stuff but no we're starting with the really terrifying stuff yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because uh, all of us are bullies, and it's just really, that's true. I imagine it's just like I imagine everybody bullies Dave Rubin. Well, yeah. How can I, you not? His therapist yeah. bullies him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, like like pushes him. You know, it's a oh, I just over checks him. I don't have a Rubin um, impression. I don't have any impressions. You I just like, got to make your yeah, voice yeah. sound like this. Oh right, yeah. And end well, everything on a questioning note. Right. Uh, well, uh, like I so I, I I just feel like all my friends have been really bullying me, and I don't understand why they do this to me. Well, Dave, uh, it's because you're a, a dork ass bitch, <laughs> and that you like giving this really. <laughs> oh, I, I like how you assume that the uh, the therapist is a woman because. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably true, actually. <laughs> yeah. No. It's a valid stereotype. Probably bullies him less because I imagine that Dave Rubin would also have to read what he tells his therapist off a script. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not convinced that Dave Rubin can say things that aren't on scripts. Right. Uh, he like puts a teleprompter in front of her. I like to. <laughs> it, it is. It is funny when you can tell he's gone off script because. Yeah. Because I, his brain shuts down. Yeah, his brain shuts down, and and he can't really string a like full sentence together. Um, and it, what's what's funny is is uh, his apparently his husband does a lot of the writing for him. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. Right. And and so like they're obviously a gay couple that's married, and one husband is regurgitating all the stuff that like a self-hating gay husband is writing or something. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it, it's, it's gotta be some kind of like a fun BDSM thing at that point in time. Right. Do you Where think, you like, think Dave Rubin right. has like a shame kink? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, 
Yeah. Well, I, I think it worked. We work for both of them. I think that there's there could be this really complex thing where like if if you are having your partner write things about how awful people like you are, and then you have to read it, like both people are going through this whole like long endeavor of shame so i think both of them like they're both doming one another but they're both like subbing themselves <laughs> it's very complicated it's very complicated they're, you, they're verse uh, that's that's what we discovered <laughs> right. they're verse. have we have we looked uh have we looked at the the david letterman uh interview that he did have we ever looked at that here uh i i don't know if we did but it's it's fucking hilarious it's so good yeah if for i I mean it's it's such a long clip and i think it's better for for people to just look it up on their own but david letterman no it wasn't was it david Letterman? yeah it was no it wasn't david letterman sorry it was larry king larry king King. yeah i was confused though yes yeah so larry king was on dave rubin's show and and, and, the, and Larry King is oh, his oh, idol, yeah. Uh, apparently, yeah. Dave Rubin like f- loves Larry King, um, and Larry King's on his show, and they're talking, and you can tell like Larry King's just like not interested because Dave keeps on trying to do like, well, yeah, and the liberals, right? Yeah, sort of stuff, and and, uh, he, and Larry he King takes, takes a call he, from like his son. Yeah, he, Larry of- King <laughs> takes a call from his son in the middle of the interview. Oh, and it's it's not a short call at all. It's like a five no. minute, six minute call. He's extending it because he's like asking his son, like, "Oh yeah, so how was the game?" Yeah, and, and then and then like it's there's like a, a there's a point where there's a point where uh, there's a point where his son's about to hang up, and then like Larry King's like, "Hey, uh, when am I gonna see you again, though? Like, uh, we we gotta make plans." And they literally make fucking plans to like visit each other while like and and Dave Rubin is just sitting there like. Oh, do I say anything? Do I do anything? And then eventually he, he like, does little, like grunts and stuff. He's like, oh. yeah. And then eventually, like the best he squeaks at is like, uh, yeah, the cameras are rolling, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> but I realize this will be my last thing, and then we can continue until sure. one of us interrupts us again. Yeah. But, um, if you mix Larry King and David Letterman, we have the perfect interviewer because it's just Larry David. <laughs> hey, come on! <laughs> Answer the question. <laughs> do you All respect right. wood? What's, do I respect what? what? Do you respect wood? Wood? Just a question for the listener. Oh, it's a, it's 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 a it's a Larry David thing. You would get it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm You're not an too familiar. Jewish man like me. <laughs> <laughs> let's watch the clip <laughs> I could see the average person who is not a homophobe and doesn't care about gay people watching drag queen story hour watching the propaganda that they put uh, you know to push kids into transitioning and the rest of it and then starting to become slightly anti-gay not because they have anything what the fuck is wrong with David Rubin <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is perfectly normal stuff for, for a gay man to say. For any man to say, really. But, I mean, he's got the clout here. He, he knows. He knows he, what it's like. He's, he's taking the dick to, to say his piece. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know, I, I can't blame people for just being hateful fucking monsters. I mean, 
Oh yeah, Wait, no. If this is all they ingest, yeah. Yeah, I. <laughs> it's so cringy. Um, oh my gosh! I I love this this love weird like. We, 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 we have these people saying all this stuff about, you know, you can't force a five-year-old t- kid to transition, which, by the way, you can't. Uh, that's yeah. not a thing that you can legally yeah. do. Not real. But then also them saying all these five-year-olds that are demanding that they transition. And it's like also not a thing. Uh, <laughs> but uh, having it both ways like that is uh, also just really bizarre. It's a master play. Yeah. yeah. It's kettle logic, yeah. Or that, like, kid seeing a fucking drag queen, which ultimately is just a character that happens to be a man in women's clothing. I don't, right. I don't understand, like, yeah. it's entertainment. And there's, like, family yeah, right. drag queens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and and the whole the whole weird, like, drag queen phobia, it's... We, we have, like, children put into beauty contests. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's just apparently like a normal thing. But gross. a drag queen is literally just one person dressing up as someone else. And so that's the like weird, like scary thing. It it has nothing to do with them being sexualized or anything. It's that they're being sexualized in someone's mind uh, by being a different gender. Like it's nuts. Well, I mean, yeah. what if what if you uh, what if you uh, you're watching a drag queen and you get a little bit of a boner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that might, is why I'm scared of it. Yeah, you might get so scared <laughs> that you start to hate gay people. I, I just got so scared I just started coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fear response. It's a valid fear response. <laughs> I, st- I start coming. <laughs> I start getting on my knees and I start mimicking dick sucking motions. <laughs> This is why we can't have drag queen story hour. I'm very scared right now. <laughs> That's why uh, all, all my partners, they wait around corners to like pop out to frighten me because they want to see my O face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified uh, and coming. That <laughs> might have to be my new catchphrase. <laughs> I'm terrified and coming. It's, it's no longer fuck you, which was kind of trite anyway to be you know yeah no it's it's a bit basic yeah i'm terrified and i'm coming is is much more uh it's 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 a much more signature sort of statement Uh, it's far more true to me (laughs) yeah it's it's your truth baby (laughs) Uh, (laughs) let's let's continue this clip people but they think that the movement somehow represents more than the gay individuals and that's a huge problem so i don't know i guess we just need more like decent gay people to to stand up against it um are we going backwards though was your question and i would say in some way yes when you once you've got equality well then the activists have to put down the mantle you're allowed to say guys we gotta win we're good Thank you, everybody. Uh, we're gonna go find something else productive to do in life. I could see the average person. Like there are a lot of like white gays that are becoming uh, conservative and kind of like Dave Rubin, and they're no just, cake at Pride. Yeah, and the, well, and yeah, yeah and, and they're so like proud of their like of like being like I don't know like declaring like. I'm probably the most boring gay that you could probably, probably fucking know. But it's like, I don't know. It's like such like a white colonizer fucking mentality. 
You know, it's like, oh, well, completely. We fucking, we, we fucking let you fucking vote. Can't you put on a fucking sweater vest and fucking talk <laughs> like me? Right, right. Well, well, it's just like you know, all all the, and I'm sure you've heard this in my life or your life, and I've heard this in my life, John. Uh, but you know, somebody saying like, "Oh, you're so well spoken." Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. th- thank you so much. I'm I'm yes. very well spoken as a brown person. You're right because I grew up in America. My people were here before you. Um, mm-hmm. I've never known any other language. I'm I'm like actually incapable of learning another language for any amount of time. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but yes, I I am well spoken. Thank you so much. And, and it's the same it's thing. Such a terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Generally, if I'm not at a job interview, I just tell people that my dad actually taught me to talk this way because he was worried that white people would hold it against me well and it's like, a valid fear to, to some degree right <laughs> yeah <laughs> have you guys seen that uh the movie what's it called uh god damn it uh sorry to bother you you know i keep meaning to watch that but and i've heard it's oh, really dude. good um it's know. it's incredible that everyone everyone needs to watch it just stop watching this podcast and Don't- just Say that. Find that movie. Don't. It's, don't. <laughs> it's, it's, it's incredible. It's so good. But what? what after the, what after you're done they... listening to and or watching this podcast, uh, you should watch. Uh, uh, sorry to bother you. Uh, what's and what's you, you got to stick with it because it it transitions into the most amazing movie later on. It changes completely, and I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, uh, what's who's who's the director? It's Boots Riley, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, and and but, he's a uh, he's a very cool uh very cool guy. I think I, I'm I don't I don't remember if he's an anarchist or not, but uh I know that at the very least he's uh anti capitalist, so Right. I mean you can tell in the movie for sure. But yeah, you know, one of the one of the big things that happens in the movie is them um it's uh it's it's two African American guys in this scene and they work in a call center and one of them uh he, he just none of his calls are working and uh, he's like I, I can't get any clients or anything i can't get any sales oh yeah and uh and the other guy i think it's danny glover uh and he says <laughs> well it's because you're using your black voice you need to use your white voice but he expresses <laughs> that it's not it's not just about like speaking like a white person and using like a, a non-black or non-poc accent it's that you need to speak as if you have like any hope uh, in the world. Uh, <laughs> and, and that is what like converts to white voice. Like that you are making this call because it will in some way benefit you. Uh, and it's, it's an amazing movie. It's so good. Okay. Well, yeah. Extremely I'll, you funny know too. I, yeah. I will commit myself to looking into that movie. I'm going to watch it tonight. In the near future. I'm just going to do it. All right. I love you all. Uh, maybe uh maybe we, maybe we could do like a okay, watch fine. party after we, we finish this recording or something okay yeah maybe so yeah, yeah. all right anyway settled no more scheduling amongst friends uh next we need to watch dave rubin <laughs> next dave rubin clip <laughs> oh thank god I'm more one down uh dave rubin then he says well republicans should be focused on the economy or climate change not critical race theory now why would barack obama want to diminish the danger that is critical race theory, which in essence is now the driving force behind the Democratic Party. It's because he's obviously for it and and wants you to take your eye off the ball. And yes, we should all be against critical race theory, and it is not misguided on the part of Republicans or conservatives. 
so just so everyone is aware, <laughs> I mean, I think everyone here knows to some degree, like what critical race theory is, and you can probably like kind of put it together in your head if you don't, but, but critical race theory, more importantly than like the way that it's generally thought of where it's like some idiot in a humanities department ended up inventing it because they were tired of like gender theory or whatever the fuck. This comes, it, it originates in law departments. Like this is part of how legal standards are devised. And it has to do with like, I mean, it of course enters into humanities departments uh, for good reason, but this, this is something that was like born out of trying to determine like metrics for like how to put together laws in order to make them more equitable. Like yeah. this is not, not not to say that there's anything wrong with gender studies. I think that that's a, a useful and important field, but but it, it's it's not something that was like just put together by someone working in like a philosophy or literature department. This is something that has like real statistics. I mean, we feel funny about statistics uh, in some ways, but it has like real, at least soft science backing. And that's where it comes from. And well, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's a form of jurisprudence, right? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It's it's not just yeah, like it, it, some bullshit cockamamie stuff. It, and, least. and it's it's like yeah. So it's just them them like it, well not even saying that all the rest of the stuff is cockamamie because like No, I, no, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that either. Like, this isn't focus, just like but, whatever half baked whatever you know, their their regular arguments about like, oh, gender yeah. studies, that must mean that you're a right. crazy feminist and or anything right, like right, like right, it's right. not even in the same realm of that kind of thing that yeah. they try to criticize that way it's a completely different yeah. legal sort of uh, doctrine right right because it, it, yeah like like i said it, it connects directly into like legalism and you know poli side to some degree and everything and and so it's it's just it's really curious watching them throw such a fit about it because they're like and of course they've been digging at like a lot of like ecological science and biology and stuff for a long time too but how they're kind of like working their way through the softer sciences into harder and harder science uh, and trying to like criticize them as they go. Yeah. Where it's, I don't know. It's just, it's now we're going to fight the people with numbers. Uh, so, so uh, Dave Rubin is going to make a very uh, interesting anyway. claim later on in this clip. And I'm, I'm sure you guys will pick up on it, but uh, let's go ahead. Conservatives to not want their children taught in school that America is fundamentally racist, that systemic racism is real, that things like being on time and hard work and getting math questions correct are, are tools of white supremacy. Uh, you would want children to be taught that their skin. What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. Who said that? <laughs> exactly. So, so, oh, citations yeah. needed, obviously. But uh, let's yeah. let's go on. There's there's some more. There's some more. Doesn't matter as opposed to is the thing that matters most. So in some ways, it is the most important thing because it's the thing that's here to destroy everything else. White America voted for you twice, <laughs> Mary. Yeah, and nobody cared what your first name sounded like or what your last name sounded like. Or nobody cared that you're from Kenya or any of those things. I voted for you twice. What? I think <laughs> Go ahead and pause it. We don't need to listen to it anymore. Uh, nobody, what? nobody had a problem with your name or Zero that your people. dad was yeah. from Kenya or whatever. Yeah. Or, that didn't uh, become a big thing that yeah. like, literally got us Trump. It, it wasn't because, like yeah. eight years of people like and and again, no no fan of Barack Obama. Um, yeah, right. But 
they they literally like they had effigies like being lynched in the fucking streets at like conservative rallies and shit of Barack yeah, Obama right. because he was a black well, like the the notion well, that nobody even fucking complained about yeah. <laughs> nobody I mean, even one, cares. One of the most standard like boilerplate insults used for him was Barack Hussein Obama <laughs> exactly <And> like. <laughs> Nuts. Nuts. Uh, Doesn't have a single American name. And and right. you know, I, I, I'm I, gonna be I'm gonna be honest and maybe a little bit charitable. Charitable is probably no. not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit nice and charitable to Dave Rubin and say that I think he's probably just too dumb to remember that. And so it's not really being charitable as much as I just think that he's like that's stupid. Maybe he's actually earnestly Maybe. forgotten this. Because I, I when when I when I look at grifters and I and I look at people like Tucker Carlson, I yeah. know that Tucker Carlson knows better than what he's doing, but he's doing it because he wants to make money. Right. When I look at Dave Rubin and I see that just blank expression on his face <laughs> that, that doesn't have like any indication of like I'm lying or like I know that I'm not being genuine here. Um I think he really is just this stupid and that's not to make an excuse for Dave Rubin. Um, right. Because he, he doesn't have to be that stupid. As far as I know, there's nothing like preventing him from being any smarter. He's just uh, that, that lazy intellectually. Right. Right. It's, and, and, and just for, for a reminder, because you know, we, uh, we are old people uh, as we've established and much of the listener is a bit younger, but if um, we go back to when to to twelve, <laughs> all all the way back <laughs> uh, to when uh, Barack Obama was first running, um, and one of the things that I frequently heard from like people who were definitely on the right but either like didn't admit it or were hiding, one of the most common things that they would say for why they couldn't vote for Obama is that the moment that we uh, end up uh, putting a black man in the White House, he's just going to get assassinated. Yeah, it's it's because... Well, like, that's, that's something I heard a lot. There's always some yeah. kind of like concern trolling with, with the, uh, right. the bad exactly. faith actors. And it's like, well, you know, we're not ready for a black president. So if we get a black president, it's going to go badly. And it's not his fault. Yeah. It's just, you know, we're not ready for it. Right. Um, yeah, when when he was primarying against uh, uh, Clinton, it was just this whole thing where it's, man, I sure couldn't vote for Obama. I would love to, but I can't vote for him because he'll just get assassinated. But you know what? I don't trust a woman because of that time of the month. So <laughs> because, just because of those because things, would you trust something that again. bleeds once a week, every month, seven days, well, crazy does how often die? That was literally used. Like yeah, no, that, no, no, that's. That, was extremely frequent and kind of unsettling um uh, my uh i mean in in the last election um well not the last election with biden but the one before that 2016 i was working for a very conservative boss uh and he would frequently bring up that joke and if the listener hasn't heard this joke before it's it's basically just the you know why would you trust a woman? I don't trust anything that bleeds for seven days a month and doesn't die. And it's like, yeah. what does what does that even fucking mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, and, <laughs> you like and women, it's right? A very basic, <laughs> it's a very basic misunderstanding of biology. 
because I don't think Clinton was young enough to have periods. <laughs> like, first off, you don't know how pussies work. Right. Uh, and then, and then second off, I think there might be a good point held in this somewhere hidden away. Okay. Because I, I also wouldn't necessarily trust something that bleeds for seven days and doesn't die. Uh, but only in the sense that it applies to old people because their family <laughs> count is so low. <laughs> so, you know, maybe maybe that does have application somewhere, just not towards women. Well, <laughs> unless you're old women, don't trust them. Don't I'm, trust them either. I'm glad we had this talk. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, that, that that joke's always been like, the fuck are you even talking I about you guys to me? A biologist. Uh, yeah, I mean, like just just the basic misunderstanding of what's happening uh, during during a woman's period, and then also it's like it's nuts. You you like women, right? Like you're not right. you're not gay. It would be bad in your I, your no, mind I if like you were to own women. Right, I like sure. To have a woman. Yeah, I don't want to. Fair, be fair. They're, they're thinking of it from a different perspective, I guess. But yeah, it's yeah. Oh yeah, it's like mm-hmm. pretty cool. Like these are the these are the guys that'll like walk up to like a really like fit woman in the gym to try to like give her pointers and explain how to work out when the ladies are right, you know. Yeah, that was exactly the guy that I was working for. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, oh, yeah. and he, uh, I mean, not at the gym. He he would like he he was convinced <clears throat> that every single woman that like talked to him or looked looked to his direction was like infatuated with him. And we're talking, he was like, maybe he was my height. So he's a manlet five, five, um, <laughs> not in any like particularly good shape. Just kind of like eh, normal average, uh, not very good looking, balding, extremely like bad. Uh, he had, you know, those people that have like the, the forehead that's like a little bit like pronounced, you know? That just kind of like sticks a little bit more forward yeah. than than it maybe like would would aesthetically stick for. He had like that my Neanderthal friend I was talking about. Yeah, like he had dad, that sort of thing um, going on. What's that? I said like their dad huffed ant poison or something. <laughs> sure. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's make it a eugenics thing. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, he, like not not attractive at all, and and he was like convinced anytime a woman talked to him and smiled that yeah. that meant she wants it i i remember uh hearing once and it was when i was really young so it it rang true to me at the moment but that there are there's really only men that think that everyone wants to fuck them or that no one wants to fuck them and when i was younger i was like yeah that seems about right and then i uh i became an adult and realized <laughs> and oh, then no, you that had... <laughs> applies to boys that that's the thing that that boys are like and, um, and then you had sex yeah. once and you were like oh wait yeah oh, right. <laughs> i smelled a woman's hair once and everything Ooh. like clicked <laughs> it just made sense not in a biden way in a totally consensual okay way. yeah i was like you weren't you were yeah. like on the bus like leaning forward in the seat ahead of you or anything right <laughs> uh, yeah i'm just realizing how much worse uh what i said uh sounded yeah. than what I meant. yeah and i've done a lot of that today i did a I lot of sniffing hair i did a lot of sniffing women's hair when i was younger <laughs> we do and, a little thing called sniffing and that's when i learned to really appreciate women for for their beauty <laughs> That's me. And their grace. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I hope that like cool. came over like really heavy and hot and sweaty. I don't know. I, I like basically put the microphone inside my mouth. Damp. I feel moist. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, next day, room clip. Have a problem with the word moist, by the way. Grow up. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree. Some things are moist. Yeah, things yeah. are things are just oh. moist. Use moisturizer yeah. Shut up, on your face. Moist. 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 I'm gonna moisturize <laughs> my arms moist. right now. We're gonna, we're, so, I mean, what is it about moist that freaks people out? I think people just think of like sticky moist? dampness yeah, just, sort of stuff, and sure, I guess. I don't even think it, it has to do I mean it has a little bit to do, I'm sure, with what it's what it refers to, but I, I, I think it's that it's just the sound of it, like the 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 movement to the mouth and everything. I think that's what creeps them out. Yeah, yeah. It's like no one has a problem with the word "damn." I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I, "moist" is a good word. Yeah, it, I think it's a good word. It's very descriptive, but at the same time, I guess even though I I think it's stupid to have a problem with the word "moist." I'm never going to use that in like a context where I want to be like sexy or something. So maybe, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to use the word damp either. So, yeah. I mean, you know. when you, when you uh, use yeah, really exactly. clinical terms during like sexy times that like ruins the moment, right? Like, Hey baby, is your, would you like to exchange fluids? <laughs> is your vulva moist at the moment? <laughs> I mean, usually when I, when I use the word moist, my whole hand is in something. <laughs> <laughs> Just another non second. This, this would, would you, cow's like rectum is very moist. <laughs> <laughs> Madam, my penis is engorged at the moment. <laughs> that was a little hot. No, no, Wait. engorged? Come on. No engorged. way. Engorged. Yeah, it's like, cool, you know. It's like a. With like four C's. Is this video going to be like a panel of like self-hating affluent white gays or something? Uh, oh, yeah, let's move on to that. I don't know. I don't know what right all now. these other guys are, but but this uh, this this little diatribe he goes on is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was just watching the Alien movies. I watched four of the Alien movies this That's week. A there's a there's a moment in the original Alien movie where the science officer who, who ends up being an android, but he basically is talking right. about the elegance and how much he admires the alien because it just takes over the host and it's merciless and it knows what it's doing and it doesn't have remorse or a conscience or anything else. And as I'm watching it, I'm thinking, oh, that sounds kind of similar to something going on right now. Do you do you sort of admire the way this thing has spread, not because you respect it, but because oh, it's COVID? so effective? <laughs> and do I what it's trying to set up yeah. to accomplish? Is he talking about critical race theory or code? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think we need context for it because <laughs> I, I think what, he, what, what he's mess. actually talking about is like the fear of COVID. Um, but uh, I just I just think the statement, oh, I watched dude. four of the Alien movies this weekend. <laughs> and then he tries to relate that like, and okay. it just gets inside. And do you admire this thing? Because it uh, it infects people and, and takes them over. Do you admire that? Like, what a weird fucking oh, question, yeah. right? This, this, I believe Dave Rubin wrote himself. It's, it's possible. <laughs> I think, yeah, well, I, yeah, I think, the, yeah. see, see, the thing is, he's talking to a panel, right? So he, he yeah, can't have a script right. for this because they're talking back at him and the, the conversation is developing, right? So he he's off the cue cards right now because he has to be. There, um, there are no yeah. cue cards for a group conversation. 
Right. I mean, there's probably it's, cue cards uh, this, for for like general questions, but like once the right. once the conversation expands, as you know, we're doing right now, but we're all like sentient people, and so we can respond <laughs> <laughs> appropriately to whatever new topic is coming up. Um, yeah. Dave Rubin can't do that. This, and he... this, this brought to you by Wayland Utani. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, keep, let's keep go to <laughs> let's go to the next clip. Oh, nice. Um. This one, this one, I found very funny because, uh, as as the uh, Dave Rubin clips uh, Twitter notes, uh, Dave Rubin uses three pop culture references on one show, which is a record: Avengers, Aliens, and X Men: The Last Stand. Should should we be like, I, I we're 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 negative of money here but should we be passing some of our negative money on to this Twitter account because we get so much content from them? Uh, I mean, every now and then we we look into it, but I mean, they should share in our debt, right? I don't even know if they have like a, a Patreon or anything like that, but uh, you know, I'll look into no, it. I'm I'll... saying they owe us money. Oh, they owe us money. <laughs> yeah, we, we've been yeah. we've been simping for them. Uh, I think their followership is is probably larger than ours. I don't know though. Whatever, man. Yeah. You don't, do you understand who you're talking to? I'm Dank Deluz on Instagram.com. Oh, God. oh I Jesus. Have like uh, over uh, i have uh, i have numbers i i lay them down i forget we, how we many all numbers knew this, I have, this day would come this is the this is the, too big for my britches <laughs> this is this is <laughs> the danko you can find me in my trailer moment <laughs> we fi- we yeah, finally like we finally hit your uh, your diva <laughs> your diva stage i'm, I'm just like cracking eggs <laughs> on the ground and, like trying reabsorb them into my ass <laughs> anyway everyone wild guy yeah <laughs> go ahead they see they see the world as it is and they want to basically destroy it so they can create their own world i mean i say that time, but they're, they're basically battles from the marvel movies pretty much well what you know i made the alien reference before but, but I, I actually <laughs> that if you, wait, is, he, is he calling himself back yeah, uh, I think yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I just love so. So, what, what is what's with? Go on. Oh, okay. No, no. So, anytime, and, and I, 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 this is maybe going to be something divisive for for a certain listener. I don't know. Um, but if you're an adult person and you're still referring to the world in terms of like comic books that you've read. You're a nerd. You're a punk. Please fucking read something else. Just just for a little bit. Just read anything. Fucking read some news. Read read some theory. Ideally, but please, by God, set down the fucking comic books. You're not ten years old anymore. Nobody gives a fuck if the Democratic Party or liberals or progressives is like Thanos because I don't know. They have some form of utilitarianism in, in, in their politics. Nobody has a fucking magic gauntlet that's going to click everybody Speaking away. That, did you... Go ahead. Have, have you seen that uh, that Sam Cedar Tim Pool debate? No, no, this is actually uh, exactly like what I'm building off of. very funny. 
um, where where yeah. uh, Sam Cedar is debating Tim Tim Pool, and Tim Pool says, "Well, you're you're a utilitarian, and I got to break it to you, Sam." Something to this effect, but he's like, "I have to break it to you, Sam. Uh, utilitarians are usually the villains in movies. You know, Thanos is a utilitarian. He's trying to end uh, half of you know all life because yeah. because it's unsustainable." And Sam Cedar just and has this Sam, look of yeah. like dead. Why am I doing this? Why am I talking to this person? Like, right. like soul but, being sucked out of him expression. He's like, I don't care. Right, exactly. <laughs> and that is one of the most important things for people to like take away where, yeah, it's, it's kind of effective to just like laugh at people, but it's honestly so much more effective if you just like deadpan. I don't care. Yeah. Accept a call. He should have accepted a call in that debate. <laughs> right. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's Thanos online. <laughs> I'm, I'm being called by by the director of my politics, which is Thanos. <laughs> so if I if I ever become a rich old person, or no, a famous mm. old person, I guess, where I'd be on being where somebody would interview me, I'm gonna get one of those life alert things, even though I don't need it. So that I can just be taken out of an interview, you know, like the message just respond, and I'll be like, "Oh my god, Dave, or whatever fucking idiot, I've got to go." With the fucking oh it, no, it seems I have fallen and I can't get up. I can't get out of this chair. But but John, you're you're literally sitting upright right now. You you realize that, right? <laughs> And, and then you like you accuse him of having dementia. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're, we're actually going to talk a little bit about that later. I think. Hell yeah! I, uh, mean, I don't think that there's an episode that goes by where we don't accuse someone of having dementia. <laughs> true. This and is and I, I didn't even. Th- there, there's another one that we should probably cover that I didn't even put into like the link list this this week. Um. Oh God. Uh, let's uh, let's go oh, ahead and listen to a little bit more of this because the, the X-Men reference <laughs> oh, is pretty fucking great too <laughs> sweet have you seen the original Alien movie I think the yeah. 1978 the first Alien movie if, if, if you remember in that movie it's the classic Alien movie the, the doctor who ends up turn out, turning out to be an android when they discover the Alien he's talking about how much he admires the Alien because it's so evil and it has no remorse, and it has no conscience, and he loves the fact that it just does what it does, and it doesn't care what you think. So when you tell me that you sort of admire them, you're you're actually saying the same thing. I totally get it. I, I actually I don't mean that. I'm not even judging you when you say it. I, I under, well, by the way, that's why you have to give the devil his due. You may remember the third X Men movie. I'm blanking on what okay. the subtitle was. X Men uh, <sighs> Final Class or no, no, Triple X. The third X Men movie. All right, my guy's going to get it for me in a second. But in that in that movie, uh, they they come up with a cure that they can cure the the X Men. <laughs> and at the end of the movie, Magneto brings all the bad guys, and they they're attacking the the lab basically where the cure is. We got it. The last stand. That's what it's called. Thank you. Okay. Uh, and what Magneto does, he knows that all the soldiers there that are defending the, the lab, the prison, that they got the, the cure in the guns. 
So what does he do? He says, send in the pawns first. Mm -hmm. So he sends in the loser mutants to get shot, and then they, they're not mutants anymore because they've been cured. Then he goes in and attacks, and that's what the leaders, basically, of BLM and Antifa are doing. They're using <laughs> people as father. You can. That's all we need. <laughs> Galaxy brain. You just portray the the villains of the movie as the victims. That rules. I I I don't even know that he is salient enough to like m understand who's good or bad in that movie, yeah. or or like I mean. Imagine watching an X Men film and and you end up on the side against the X Men. <laughs> like, yeah, that, and like, it's like he was just attacking somebody who wanted to cure people of being undesirables. Right? You mainly, I, I have this, I, I have this beautiful image of fucking Magneto pulling a Dolezal and then becoming the leader of BLM in like <laughs> in, in, in Ruben's like weird fever dreams. <laughs> and, and no, no Magneto, like, oh, you're like you're literally Jewish. We know this about you. But he's actually part of so, the lost so, tribe, so, right? <laughs> Go ahead. Right. Sorry, sorry. I talked over These, you. No. You're fine. I, I'm having weird connective issue, connectivity issues, so I feel like I'm like cutting people off all the time. But um, but the, the those movies are like so on the nose. Yeah, you're spoon fed and, everything. Like, yeah. Well, it's you're spoon fed everything, but like imagine just just take a step back for a second. There's there's a movie about eugenics. <laughs> called the last stand which maybe i'm doing like a parallel mania thing but that is like a degree away from having a movie about eugenics called the final solution i no, that's, like, that's so close uh yeah it that's so uh, that's that's basically from yeah. from my like foggy recollection of the movie because i watched it once and like forgot about it unlike dave rubin who i guess is like just discovering these movies or as or as yeah, like these are a weird series of movies to be watching like over your weekend exactly I mean, and these fun, these are whatever. all recent clips so like all these references yeah. that he's pulling out now from movies like 10 15 years ago that weren't even like good they were just like throwaway action film sort of shit minus of course alien which is a perfect movie and i will fight anyone sure alien that. is a good movie Got it, but you know, Very like cool. the fact that he watched four alien movies this last weekend, like when there are only two and a half good ones. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll stick to it. Alien Three is actually a good movie, and I will fight people on that. As okay, well, well um, that's your hill to die on, and not one I yeah, care to. I'm gonna die uh, on a lot of hills <laughs> to assault you movies that I like, kind of care about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cool. I was watching uh, <clears throat> 1979's The Thing. <laughs> I got nothing. That's yeah. also the wrong year. But. And I really admire the way that <laughs> the way that it turns into dogs. Sorry, I, I so didn't I use I didn't use the right the right costume. Dave Rubin voice. And I really admired how the the thing, um, which is what it's called. Uh, they don't really come up with a name for it because it's like a thing. Because it's like a a thing that you can't really uh, name or describe. It's always changing. Just like BLM is always changing. 
<laughs> uh, let's go to the next link. Dave Rubin would be such an amazing protagonist in a body horror movie, by the way. <laughs> where like, well, you like see there's what's... just like a hole growing in his body. <laughs> what's happened is I think I've grown some wings and maybe my my uh, my skin right. has become chitinous. I'm not sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I like a what is it called that disorder where you think that like your blood is disappearing or like your penis is shrinking away? <laughs> Oh, uh, this There's is called being me disorder. because I'm getting fatter and fatter. I don't know. <laughs> well, there's this disorder that 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 apparently, I mean, it's rare, but it it happens where one of these two specific things generally happens. But usually, it's like uh, around your your genitals disappearing. But you think like parts of your body are are, are being like eaten up by your body. Um, and I just imagine Dave Rubin in that scenario where like. Every night he's like in, examining his penis, <laughs> just being like, it's being, being consumed by my pelvis, and there's nothing I can do to stop it. I keep talking to doctors, and they tell me that I'm that I'm going crazy, but uh, I I don't your, know. I, I your think... dick is fine. It's a little weird, but it's fine. <laughs> um, so so. Yeah. I, I I appreciate the the reporting that's been done here uh, by ProPublica. Um, they got a bunch of tax information on billionaires, and it turns out that billionaires don't pay their taxes. And more like ProPublica. Yeah, more like ProPublica. Um, Bro. I, I know that the title of this episode is, is the working title is uh, "Dumb Shit I've Seen." Um, if you needed to be told this, I, I, I think there's probably a problem like with your perception of the world. Uh, I'm I am glad that ProPublica put this out there uh, and and everything. Yeah. Um, but like the it needs to be hammered on forever, forever, forever. Know? Of course. Uh, I just I just think it's funny how many people are like blown away by this revelation that yeah. billionaires don't pay their taxes and that like they don't actually pay most of the taxes in America. It's actually working class people yeah. who pay most of the taxes well, it's like it's it's a dissonance thing where everybody knows it but then people that think it's a bad thing constantly bring it up not, not because they don't think that the people around them know but because they think they're like making a point and they're commiserating with some people and then otherwise they're just like hey bob from accounting i know your politics and did you know that they're that they're not paying taxes that's fucked up whereas bob from accounting is just like smart people yeah, no, people. for sure. Everyone knows, and you're not. Yeah, but yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, that, that that's, said, it should be it should be brought up constantly. Still, that, that's something that you know, like when when you know you had the hyperventilating liberals on CNN and MSNBC and and whatnot, you know, talking about Trump's tax returns. And it's like, you guys don't understand that this isn't a win. Like, if you can prove that yeah. Trump hasn't paid any taxes for the last, like, I don't know, 30 years, all you're going to get is a bunch of right-wingers going, hell yeah, taxes are theft. That's a fucking genius right there. He hasn't paid his fucking right. taxes at all. And I yeah. wish I was that fucking smart. Yeah. So uh, that, that's just a, a quick aside. It, it's an important article. You should read it. It's uh, it's appalling how little uh, these people pay in taxes, um, with with you know the massive massive amount of wealth that they take. I, th I think billionaires now like rake in anywhere between like eighty to ninety percent of all like income um, belongs to them. So. 
Uh, the so, fact that they. By the way, I I love. Go Sorry, ahead. Go on. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, but I I just I love the image of Wolf Blitzer hyperventilating. I think it's very very funny. <laughs> I was um, I was thinking more of like also, Ra- Rachel Maddow, uh, who like literally oh, hyperventilates yeah. well, on that's TV. More believable. <laughs> that's true. That's more believable because <laughs> she does that. But um, but. Uh, are we going to talk at all today about Bezos sending himself and his brother into space? No, but we we can bring that up. Go go ahead and look that up, John. Be doing that in like I don't know a month or something. Yeah, it's it's some ridiculously soon thing. And I, it's I, not going to be like I I think it's going to be some <laughs> like something like that. But I how funny would it be if they just fucking died? I think it would yeah, be hilarious. Uh, I saw I saw a headline. Uh, a headline that was clipped on Twitter, and the headline was Jeff Bezos plans to shoot himself and his brother into space. Blah blah blah. blah. But the 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 Twitter caption like, read, oh, damn it. <laughs> "Yeah, like oh man, the the first part of that headline was so good." <laughs> <laughs> what 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 would uh, what would people do if that was actually the plan, where Bezos was just gonna like kill his brother and himself, and it was like planning it out? I mean, I, I think that. I mean, I guess, I guess he'd get arrested, possible. maybe. I mean, billionaires have uh, used weird trips to murder people. That is true. Uh, to try to get away with uh, killing people by man doing it outside of any type of jurisdiction. I hate Dick Cheney, but I kind of miss him only in the sense that how fucking wildly crazy and evil was he? <laughs> he was so fucking funny <laughs> just shoot shooting like your friend during a like a, a hunting trip and then having him apologize i was gonna to you say like it. if you don't bring up that, that, you... <laughs> that is fucking wild if you don't bring up that he made his friend apologize <laughs> for being shot <laughs> right yeah oh god that's damn. some great like, shit that's i mean fuck you buddy but God damn, that is that is the biggest dick move. His name is literally Dick Cheney. I think. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Dick Chubbly. <laughs> dick Chubbly. <laughs> dick Bigly. Uh, let's go ahead and go to the next link. Oh, and for that ProPublica article, you can just look up uh, Billionaire Taxes ProPublica and it'll bring it right up. Um interesting article uh so so ilan omar uh said true things uh recently and uh the democratic party decided to uh try to devour her over it um as they normally do uh because she mentioned the word israel and she's uh she's a muslim so obviously bad uh we could, uh, she should have been more careful about it. We could watch this clip, and, and let's try to make it... This is a little bit longer clip, so if we could try to make it as long as possible before we screen pause or something. <laughs> and and I right. might break that rule, too, so sorry. Yeah. Pause this fucking ad! Oh, man. Advertisements. Yeah. With us last hour, blasting inflammatory comments by Congresswoman Ilhan Omar equating the U.S. and Israel to Hamas and the Taliban. 
And she's facing widespread criticism from both sides of the aisle. Fellow Democrats calling on Omar to clarify her remarks, sparking an even bigger feud. Let's bring in Katie Catlett, editor of Town Hall and Fox News contributor. Omar tried to walk this back a little bit, says, I was no way, in no way equating terrorist organizations with democratic countries and well-established judicial systems. But she continues to do this, Katie. This is not the first time that she said something that was, well, actually, that's not what I was meaning. But if you look at what her, she said, how else could you take it? Well, if you look at what she said during that committee hearing, Dana, and you look at the tweet, she uses the United States, Israel in the same uh, sentence next to Hamas uh, and the Taliban and saying that they've committed atrocities and that they need to be held accountable. And we not only saw her trying to walk this back, but the entire squad came to her defense claiming that criticisms of her aren't about policy or her positions on these issues, but about Islamophobia and trying to silence women of color in the House. Uh, you had AOC saying that she wishes Democrats in the party would come to them and speak about these things privately before they condemn her publicly. But she's making these statements publicly. Uh, and Cori Bush, who is the newest congresswoman and member of the squad from Missouri, has refused to take phone calls from a Jewish newspaper in her district. And so they want the benefit of saying these extreme things uh, which uh, many can argue have led to uh, violence in the streets against Jewish Americans. They want to say them publicly, but they don't want to face the backlash uh, publicly. They want to have these conversations behind closed doors. And the, the bottom line here is, you know, Nancy Pelosi, in this leadership statement, they, they're saying we condemn it, want her to clarify, but she is a sitting member of the House Foreign Affairs Committee. Uh, she is the vice chair of a subcommittee of the Foreign Affairs Committee, and yet she is equating the United States and Israel to U.S. government uh, sanctioned and and designated terrorist organizations. And so it's not that she's just you know a member of Congress without any kind of responsibility. She's a for on the Foreign Affairs Committee, and many people have been taken off committee assignments for saying far less than she has repeatedly over and over again. All right, so pa pause real quick. Pause real quick. Oz, uh, uh, you're you're gonna be, uh, and you know who they're referencing when they're talking. Go ahead. You know who they're referencing when they're talking about someone that like said something relatively minor and got in trouble for it. They're talking about fucking Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, right. Like, that's absolutely <laughs> who they're referencing. Uh, but yeah, what, what are you saying, Mike? Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna say, wait, wait till You're you saying, like Jewish space lasers. <laughs> yeah, for 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 like actual anti-Semitism, and uh, like not not even just anti-Semitism, but like violent remarks towards their colleagues or something like that, or like threatening to kill people, etc., uh, etc. Et um, and and wait until you see what what uh, Ilan Omar actually said. I don't know if either of you have seen it. Um, no. Well, I have a guess. Well, and I mean, I have a guess because because she she used the U.S., uh, Israel, and the Taliban in the same sentence and Hamas, like she said, and Hamas. Sorry, um, and it's it's just like you know, me and my buddy went back in time to kill Hitler and Mussolini, and it's fucked up for me to say that because I used Mussolini, Hitler, my buddy and I in the same sentence, which means I'm <laughs> equating all of them. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're not, you're not actually on the right track there, sort of. Um, oh, and John, John, not. what's, what? what, what was your guess? You were starting to say something. I don't know. Oh, no, I lost track of what I, what I thought. Oh, okay. You, you let, you let a white man speak over you. Police 
just graded away my thoughts. <laughs> Sorry, my connection makes me interrupt people. I it's don't fine. Mean to. It's fine. It's fine. Um, go ahead and continue. But this, this is her tweet. It's shameful, she says, for colleagues who call me when they need my support to now put out a statement asking for clarification and not just call. The Islamic, the Islamophobic tropes in this statement are offensive. The constant harassment and silencing from the signers of this letter, it's unbearable. Go ahead and pause real quick. Support two, call for number six, for she just leaves and this out. Freedom of pause real quick. So, so that's, that's just a response to like the response to her original tweet. We'll we'll see her actual tweet that's like sparked all this controversy in a little in a little bit. But uh, go ahead. Muslim women in Congress, she writes, the benefit of the doubt doesn't exist for Muslim women. House Democratic leadership should be ashamed of its relentless, exclusive tone policing of Congress women of color. She talked about the United States in comparison with the Taliban. You know what the Taliban did to women in Afghanistan? This is this right. is reprehensible. Ilan Omar, she was she was born in Somalia, raised in a refugee camp in Kenya, came to the United States, I think, at the age of nine. Um, can, can she ever fly the flag maybe just once for us? Yeah, maybe a little she bit is. of gratitude rather than constant criticism of maybe the country. A, maybe that, a little gratitude. So, like, should we... Uh, should, 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 guys, should we train at what... Uh, this slightly more intelligent uh, Dave Rubin and Dave Rubin himself do is uh, like when we lose track of uh, our thoughts, should we just like throw shit out there? <laughs> I guess so. Like, you know, like, yes, you'd be like, oh man, Danko was going to the store and, you know, he was very hungry and uh, he got some food and then, you know, the blacks are ruining the neighborhood. You know? <laughs> Like, can I just like throw shit out there? Like, if I lose track of what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, stream of consciousness reporting. You know, Gonzo is what well, they call I was. It. Uh, <laughs> I was I was watching Avengers uh, Endgame the other day, and I couldn't help but notice <laughs> that uh, that Thanos uh, has kind of like a uh, a different color than a lot of people. Uh, his skin is a that different is color. Uh, than a lot of people in America, and and he happens to be the bad guy in those movies, and I think you know we really had to look into people who are different colors than us being bad guys. There's something to it. I'm, I'm not I'm not quite putting my finger on exactly where we need to just investigate that, but but it's in a movie. We, yeah, it's in a very killer movie. Is <laughs> a movie. Um, let's let's go ahead. We're, we're about to see the the evil thing that Ilan Omar uh, tweeted. Saved her and allows her to go from being a refugee camp in Kenya to being a United States congresswoman. She does have free speech as a woman, or she does have the ability to speak out. That doesn't mean that she is free of criticism, especially as a public figure. But you'll notice in those statements and the tweets from Congresswoman Omar and Rashida Tlaib, they don't condemn or clarify what she said in those tweets. They simply throw out the card of, well, if you disagree with her, you're obviously a bigot. And this is the playbook that we see over and over and over again. Uh, Ilhan Omar will make this uh, a statement as a member of the Foreign Affairs Committee that the United States and Israel are somehow on equal footing with uh, State Department designated terrorist organizations. 
Uh, and when you call her out for it, then you are uh, put into this category of, we're not going to talk about this, you're a racist, you're a bigot, and therefore you have no say. And so we see this over and over again, that they like to play the victim while making statements that are not based. In fact, as members of Congress who have responsibilities on committees where they're dealing with legislation, they're dealing with policy, they're quite frankly dealing with allies uh, when it comes to uh, Funding for the Iron Dome, for example. Yeah. And so these are not just statements that are made without any consequences. Oh, man. This, Couldn't make it through without uh, another ad. Huh? The, the Iron Dome thing, the none of these, I mean, maybe one of you guys by being in the military knows a bit better than I do. Go ahead. From my understanding of like missile defense uh, systems and stuff like that, is that they generally kind of don't fucking work. And so I'm sure that this is some kind of like way to just funnel more money in. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Of course. The the there's a high failure rate of a lot of missile defense systems. Right. Yeah. And I mean missile defense from like mortars and I guess like they've gotten a little bit better. Like they, they can shoot a little bit further and more accurately now, but like anyway, yeah. Okay, so I, I thought that the the original tweet would be a part of that. Um Let's see if we Let's can see. find it real quick. Yeah, what was it, Mike? Um, I, I I don't remember the exact wording, but you're, you're gonna find it very hard to uh to uh oh man oh there it is I can't spell <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> you uh you do not know how to spell her name at all uh just just go to her just go to her uh a Twitter account probably and we'll scroll down or something. Um, but basically, she said that uh, the U.S. has done bad things, and so has Israel, and so has the Taliban, and so has Hamas. Um, Just crazy. Crazy. Irrational. <laughs> Unrealistic. Okay, there we go. Stop right there. All right. All right. So she says, uh, we must have the same level of accountability and justice for all victims of crimes against humanity. We have seen unthinkable atrocities committed by the U.S., Hamas, Israel, Afghanistan, and the Taliban. This is being read as wow. anti- anti-Semitic uh, because uh, she rightly acknowledged that the U.S., Hamas, Israel, Afghanistan, and the Taliban have all done bad things and have violated human rights. <laughs> um, and, and, and of course, uh, the, like, the Democratic like, leadership immediately like put out a, a statement, uh, which is the next link, I think. Um, crazy. So the, so the next you link know, after... I think that... Uh, yeah, the one to the right of that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Go ahead, Dorian. Sorry. Danko. I think bombing Nagasaki and Hiroshima was uh, was bad, uh, and that means that I'm a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because it's like so the Democrats like go up and like say some like out of touch speech that gets to the point that oh we've done bad things in the past we should admit that to but then but not Israel. Israel is above reproach. Completely. No, yeah, it, it really seems like, like anytime you bring up Israel, <laughs> go ahead, yeah, John. That, that we ourselves are not as apparently perfect as the country of Israel is. 
Right. Like, I guess, is that what the difference between Democrats and Republicans is truly that it's okay to be hard on yourself as an American, but not Israel, where Republicans just think Israel and the U.S. are perfect? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's I guess. a really good delineation. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, sacred what, stretches of geography. <laughs> so, so the uh, the the Speaker of the House, uh, uh, like official government account, official government website. Uh, put out the statement. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, I think, gave like a an actual like in person statement on what Ilan Omar said. God um, bless. Yeah, beautiful. And it's not the first time this has happened, by the way. Uh, so early on in that Fox News clip, uh, they they said, "Oh, a rare rebuke against Ilan Omar." Uh, this this is actually something that happens all the time. Uh, yeah. It happened notably when. Um, Ilan Omar was calling out that uh, that APAC, which is the basically the Israeli government has a uh, political action campaign in America that lobbies uh, uh, Congress, and it's like heavily funded by the state of Israel for you know pro-Israeli government things. Uh, but Ilan Omar said it's all about the Benjamins when she was talking about that. Right. And that immediately was turned into like, oh, this is a, a racist trope about how, you know, Jews control everything with money. And it's like, no, it's not a racist trope about how Jews control everything with money. It's a real fact about how the Israeli government manipulates our government by throwing and, money at our politicians. Yeah. And honestly, it's funny because it's also referencing Benjamin yes, Benjamin Netanyahu. Yeah, so no, it's there's, actually, there's a, it's actually a funny joke. Yeah, Il- Ilan Omar like, is, is one of the few uh, people that I that I think like gets things in Congress. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so so this uh, this the statement from from uh, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, anti-Semitism must be called out, confronted, and condemned wherever it is encountered, without exception. We will, yes. we are, and will always be strong supporters of Israel and Congress because no. we understand <laughs> that our support is based on shared values and strategic interests. Legitimate criticism of Israel's policies is protected by the values of free speech and democratic debate that the United States and Israel share. But Congresswoman Omar's use of anti-Semitic tropes and prejudicial, uh, accusations about israel supporters is deeply offensive we condemn these remarks and we call upon congresswoman omar to immediately apologize for these hurtful comments and and i'm actually realizing that this was the one where she she was talking about the uh the money involved yeah Uh, yeah. one of the things that really drives me crazy about all this is that as part of the like general whitewashed history of the u.s there's that whole thing where like actually the puritans came over here because they were being religiously persecuted yeah. <laughs> and like that's why we don't have a theocracy and then it's just like and then we literally have we're like supporting a theocracy and, and then we and then literally have a theocracy because, yeah right and we're defending it because it's a theocracy and you're not allowed to to condemn it because it's a theocracy well, like it's, we also justified colonization colonizing oh uh, yeah americans because they weren't christian yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, right. Right. manifest colonized. destiny yeah uh, obviously 
God would would prefer that this uh, this land be in the hands of good God fearing Christians, and not uh, <laughs> savage pagan Native Americans. Yeah, and he needs all the Jews in Israel so that he can prime his apocalypse pump. Yeah, <laughs> that's a. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I know. I know. We went into that a little bit on on our is Israel episode. Um, should, should should we deep dive into Dominionist? I I, I I think at some point we should do like a deep dive into like the religious Zionism and how like innately yeah. anti-Semitic it is because it's it's one hundred percent hinged on killing all of the Jews in order to like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in order to like bring about what? the end times because because the the fourth right. temple has to be erected and then destroyed brutally and and God doesn't like the Jews anymore because they they don't uh, they don't accept Christ as as the proper son of God and um yeah it's it's insane shit and yeah. and we could we could tie it in with like a lot of like quiverful stuff i don't know if you guys know that term but yeah the well yeah because like there's a lot of sects in this like weird umbrella of zionists yeah you know types because like some of them it's this like weird love hate thing because uh-huh. it's like because it's like god is because like, like it's almost like god is tired of jews or something well and it's like like is he going to he's not going to send the jews to hell but he's going to kill them or something right yeah he's going to annihilate them <laughs> yeah oh okay make them not, I guess, probably maybe make them not exist or something something to that effect yeah. go yeah. ahead Dor- Dinko. So you talk to if you talk to dante all those uh, jews get to limbo so yeah, yeah. And, and limbo's great right yeah yeah it's <laughs> you hang out with your buds <laughs> um, in a, in a state what, uh, of constant there has to be a term for sorry my, my connection's so bad no 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 what, go what ahead what, uh, I was just gonna say limbo's just like a constant state of like unknowing and unbeing so that's cool <laughs> right uh, I believe it was um, moist in but the, there, too, wasn't it I didn't it hear what moist? you said John is, is it I moist believe, I, I, yeah I think it was moist in limbo wasn't it sure I think, uh, yeah I think why so. not I think so everything's uncomfortable yeah. Yeah, a little moist, just a little uncomfortable. But there, there has to be a term for, and like an identifier that that which is identified cannot uh, comprehend. Like, like if you if you apply a term to someone and they can't understand what that term means, there has to be like there has to be a term for that kind of paradigm. Because I don't think that any post post millennial dispensationalist knows what that is <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think you're right we'll, we'll have to look into the the yeah. the word there i guess i don't know um yeah. let's go ahead and go to the next link I, for, I forget what the next link is but i'm sure it's something dumb i saw oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, oh, is definitely, yeah. this is dumb <laughs> this is definitely dumb and something. We <laughs> so uh so let's let's uh no i i've got it i've got it queued to the right point john uh you don't have oh, to worry okay. about the time oh, there yeah. um so uh, a police officer in Arkansas decided to pit maneuver a vehicle that was following uh, to the letter of the drivers like training that they have in Arkansas uh, how to pull over if a cop is stopping you. Um, so so let's go ahead and play this clip. Um, 
you're getting a little bit of a sneak peek because for whatever reason, this NBC News clip like shows like the first part of it and then clips back to the original part of it. I don't know why, uh, but we'll, we'll go through like the whole thing here. initial emergency room visit made Harper believe her baby had died. Yeah, so so the woman in the vehicle that was pit maneuvered was pregnant and uh she was led to believe that her her, her baby had passed. Um for for the listener, uh basically what happens is uh this this uh dash cam footage shows the cop putting on his lights and the sirens, uh the the person in the vehicle ahead of him uh per Arkansas's uh, like driver training manual turns on their flashers to indicate that they recognize the cop is trying to pull them over. Um, the Arkansas's training manual says if you believe that pulling over wouldn't be safe, go to the nearest safe place. She knew that an exit was coming up, so she put on her flashers, slowed down quite a lot. Yeah. yeah, this is on a freeway with a very narrow. Uh, uh uh shoulder shoulder and and so she was basically just waiting to get to an, a nearby exit that she knew was coming up and I, th- I think literally like if if the cop had let her drive for like 40 minutes or not 40 minutes uh 40 seconds to a full minute le- more she would have reached this this uh this exit and would have been able to pull off safely. So she's doing everything according to how the state of Arkansas trains its drivers uh, the cop decides that even though this person has slowed down and put their flashes on, he's just going to pull out the pit maneuver, which everybody knows is a fucking dangerous maneuver because uh, obviously it leads to rollovers like this. And yeah, if you haven't ever like jacked off to an episode of cops, pit, pit maneuver for the <laughs> yeah. So for, so for the, the listener, a pit maneuver is yeah. So so if you haven't ever jacked off to an episode of cops. What a pit maneuver is is you oh, you sorry. strike the the uh, the back uh, usually driver side panel of of a vehicle in order to off balance it and send it to kind of spiraling out of control so that it's no longer like you can't run away from the cops anymore after you do this. Um, and he he just pulls this this pit maneuver on this person who's clearly like just trying to uh, get to a safe spot. Uh, they've slowed down. They've acknowledged that the officer is trying to pull them over and they're not like doing anything crazy. They're not trying to pull away or anything like that. They're not leading uh, the cop on a, on a pursuit. Uh, so, so let's go ahead and uh, let's play some more of this video because this, this 
next bit is like honestly like sociopathic to me. Uh, yeah. Come on out. Come out this way right here. Come out this way. Can you come out? Yeah. Hold on a minute. Can you get out your passenger door? Alright, so go at the end of the video. Uh, so, so the first thing he says, "Why didn't you pull over?" Uh, what a fucking psychotic thing to ask somebody yeah. who's just been in a rollover accident that you caused and you didn't have to cause. Uh, and she's responding like pretty coherently to it as well, being he, like, "I put on my flashers. I was waiting to pull yeah. over in a safe spot." For like, for well, somebody who's just been in a, a very traumatic incident, she is responding incredibly graciously to this yeah. absolute fucking sociopath's like uh, quet line of quit. Why didn't you pull over? And then you know she said, "I was looking for a safe place to stop." And he's like, "Well, this is where you ended up." What a fucking maniac! Yeah, like and so it, he didn't even like follow her that long. Before no, this this it. was a this was a very brief yeah. sort of interaction, and and like I said, uh, Arkansas's driver training drivers training manuals tell you to do exactly what she was doing. If you don't think it's safe to pull over, if a cop is trying to pull you over there, you go to the nearest safe spot. You put on your flashers to indicate that you're complying with the officer's yeah. pull over request, and you go to a safe spot. Um, this actually actually can, reminds me of uh, an incident that I had when I was on Camp Pendleton, um, where I was also a pregnant woman uh, being pulled <laughs> over. Not really, uh, but no, I I I, I was driving. I, I forget what area I was. I was it was somewhere between Area Forty Two and Mainside, I think, uh, okay. where where the, you have like a lot of those long windy roads. Yeah. And 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 uh, one of the base police officers put on put on their lights for me, and I was like, okay, whatever. Um, I, at the time, I owned a, a lifted Jeep uh, with like really wide tires and shit like that. So like pulling over to the side of the road, like the the officer would have to be, I don't know, a couple of feet inside of the actual lane of traffic in order to talk to me. So I was like, yeah, I don't want to kill somebody today, so I'm gonna like wait a little bit and then pull off into this little little stop area that I know about. So I did that and uh and and when the officer came up to to my window, he was like, I just about called you in as trying to resist. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Like <laughs> I, <laughs> I was literally trying to make sure that you didn't die while doing this dumbass traffic stop that that you're you're pulling me over for um and and what he was pulling me over for was one of my uh one of my rear tail tail lights was out and it's like okay yeah right. you're, you're trying to pull me over on on like 
a two-lane road where there's like nowhere for you to stand except for inside of the road and it's all windy turny twisty lanes and shit like that like so uh basically what i'm trying to say is cops are shit fuck cops right yeah and on the opposite (laughs) end of that like i i remember being pulled over when i was in my early 20s on the freeway and as i was pulling off onto the shoulder the cop actually told me over the uh no way. over the intercom <laughs> he, he, he was telling me yeah he, he he said no pull off onto this next exit and 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 like you know go into the shopping center uh because he didn't want me on the fucking road and this was like a straight way so yeah. like obviously because that's the safest thing to do but um and they know it that just some of them are like horny for conflict it, it, yeah, it turns like, out so <laughs> it turns out that you can't just hand somebody a badge and a gun and expect them to uh, <laughs> expect <laughs> them to be cool right. people <laughs> you can't you can't offer like you know five dollars uh, an hour more than like a big box store uh, <laughs> right. and then just like take everyone that comes in and like there was there was a story a while ago and this was like mind-blowing but also extremely obvious but how they they got approved to do uh iq tests for cops uh so that they could reject people for scoring too high yeah yeah yeah. no i i I actually posted about that on my my instagram and i got a bunch of people like telling me well an iq test isn't like an indicator of intelligence it's like no that's not the point that i'm making the point is that yeah. these institutions believe in the iq test and they're using it as a means to disqualify people that they think are exceptionally smart because ex- exceptionally smart people shouldn't be enforcing the law <laughs> and the, the crazy <laughs> thing about using iq for this kind of thing is that so an iq test if if, if you've never taken one listener um, is essentially just little puzzles yeah like they're boxes and stuff that you like flip around so it's extremely basic like mechanistic knowledge or not knowledge uh, but like mechanistic thinking which you would think if you want to be a decent cop maybe you should have a decent iq right like i know how to move box around move box around on freeway it move good so like i don't know man it's just it, like the basic like concept of investigating things maybe you know right yeah it's it's all like logic things about like well, these things doesn't fit in this category or if you turn this box around which one is it identical to like it's all questions like that which are all things that I feel like would actually apply more to a cop's job than uh, most others, honestly, except for, again, working at a big box store. (laughs) (laughs) Where these people belong. Uh, Let's go to the Um, uh, the next dumb thing I've seen recently. Hell yeah. Actually, this this is just hilarious as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That does rule, actually. So uh, that's very funny. Uh, a, a new a new book has come out, and uh, it, apparently, uh, while while Trump was watching the election results uh, of this last election, uh, Trump called Biden a mental retard while struggling with the polls in early 2020. Um, I think the the exact quote is, "How am I losing to a mental retard?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's funny is, uh, 
we we have a situation here where where we have the uh, the pot calling the kettle black uh because the the pot is absolutely a uh, a <laughs> mental retard <laughs> and, and that's his words not mine i'm not a, i'm not uh uh being ableist here uh, go ahead dorian Danko, sorry i'll train myself one day yeah my the the game that i want to play is uh is we just find a whole bunch of Trump quotes, uh, and then we just uh, we pretend that they were said by Nick Mullen, <laughs> <laughs> and realize there's no difference, but they're actually very funny suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> no, no difference, and neither one of them has said the N word m- miraculously. <laughs> no, we know of. I, that, I hear that there's uh, mystery mystery tapes of both of them saying it. I, I no doubt. Stick together. <laughs> Just sitting on a group call, the two of them. Uh, so, so the book titled "Frankly, Did We Win This Election?" The inside story of how Trump lost uh, provides a deeper look into Trump's election loss last year, uh, leading up to the Capitol insurrection on January sixth. I'm not endorsing this book. I'm just giving the uh, the context from from where this quote comes from, I guess. Uh, but yeah, the 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 direct quote, which uh, John has highlighted very usefully, is uh, "How am I losing in the polls to a mental retard?" <laughs> Trump said at the time, per per an excerpt of a forthcoming book by Wall Street Journal reporter Michael Bender. Um, I think that's the third time you've said that quote. No, 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 no. I, I summarized it a, a couple of times, and then this is the the actual quote that I just read. Uh, <laughs> and again, these these are the these are retard. these are Trump's words, not mine. Trump mm-hmm. said "mental retard," not me. Mm-hmm. Um, mental retard. <laughs> <laughs> Sal, Sal, you know what to do. Yeah. You know do, <laughs> Between HR and Sal, I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, um, I, I did drink a lot of that fucking whiskey today. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, let's go to the next link, oh, which is which is some some fun I, stuff uh, about uh, Kamala Harris. Um, by the way, people don't know this, but I am actually also the HR lady. I just put on a different costume. Yeah, Danko wears a wig. A sundress. Uh, Ray, Ray. <laughs> yeah, a wig, a sundress. You raise no your voice a couple of octaves, and now you're the no. HR lady. I put on Ray-Bans and Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so this, uh, this, this top picture should be a, a video that we can play. Just just click on it. Just click on it. Trust me. Oh. I told you, I mean, man. Oh, you gotta, my God. I... When I say trust me, when I say trust me, you got to just trust me, man. I'm not just some guy, okay? I'm this, I'm the cult leader of the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. Remember <laughs> <laughs> I heard yesterday <laughs> afternoon was 275,000, somewhere there, so we're probably approaching 300 this morning or maybe more. Okay, well, well, this wasn't, uh, this wasn't what I thought the video was supposed to be. Um, yeah. Is this a video? Oh, that's the video. That looks like it. You got Uh, it. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I want to emphasize that the goal of our work is to help Guatemalans find hope at home. At the same time, I want to be clear to folks in this region who are thinking about making that dangerous trek to the United States-Mexico border. Do not come. Do not come. Fuck you. Yeah. The United States will continue to enforce our laws and secure our border. There are legal methods by which migration can and should occur. All right. Uh, so go ahead and go back Department to the last link. I don't know. Close, close the window. Close the window. It was part of this effort to crack. There we go. Oh no! Oh god, we landed on the worst ah. thing. Uh, so, so the first, uh, <laughs> the first link that we were looking at was actually the uh, the insane liberal rebuttal to the criticism of uh, Kamala Harris's comments, which which is that uh, Kamala Harris, as an uh, 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 a child of immigrants, has to appear hard on immigration; otherwise, it'll be uh, it'll be used by conservatives. Uh, to to kind of lambast her, um, so I would just like to point out, out. once again Shut that uh, liberals are just fascists that take more time to get there. Um, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Oh no, that that wasn't no. Wow, shit! What the what the fuck happened to the link that I wanted? Yeah. Uh, no, that's a that's the one that was uh, the one that you sent me before that. No, no, you missed one. All, all I know, all I know, in all this confusion, I'm is that next time, retard. next time I'm doing my edging, <laughs> I am playing that video on loop. Arizona, oh wait, the USA this- Today article that I put in the links. <clears throat> that doesn't matter now. We already oh. shared what it's about. Oh no, it's 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 fucking hilarious. Um, but that's the one we just watched. Was it? Oh, my bad, dude. Yeah, I can't. I can't work under these conditions. (laughs) Look, guys, I I just want to see union president right now. I just want to see Abby Shapiro. I'm also union president. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're all the union president. Uh, So, so just just scroll up to that headline real quick because I I didn't get a chance. I just want to see milk milk. (laughs) Do not come. Blowback blowback would be worse if Kamala Harris had come off come off as soft on immigration. Our vice no, president a lot of innuendo in there. <laughs> yeah. Our vice president is a daughter of immigrants and a woman of color. To me, that means she has no choice but to appear super tough on border issues. So so this is the uh, the neoliberal um, <laughs> she she has no choice but to be a uh a, a, a absolute racist like fascist <laughs> border controlling maniac she's just doing her job <laughs> yeah um if she showed any weakness on the border then uh she would be correct but conservatives would would lambast look, her look i i didn't want to be part of it i uh i became a guard at this uh at this prison camp and I knew that I could let people escape, but one of the other guards would be way worse to them if I wasn't as cruel as he was. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I was thinking that I'd just be like, hey, here's some extra food. Please go on your way. But no, 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 no. I, 
I just started shooting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a, that's a war crime. What you, what you did was a war crime. Yep. Yeah, but it would have been a worse war crime, is what I'm saying. No, yeah. But... Mine was a baby war crime. <laughs> they were gonna do a big war crime. Well, that well, that's really like the the you idea of harm war crime. Sometimes that's that's Which, really the. Way, isn't this also like it's not a war crime, but it is like against international law, like what they're doing with refugees. So <laughs> I mean, it sounds like what I'm saying is crazy, and it is, but it's not out of the ordinary. <laughs> and and uh, war less worse war crimes is is really what people are saying when when they uh, talk about harm reduction right yeah less worse war crimes is a yeah beautiful phrase <laughs> yeah less worse war crimes uh is literally what 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 uh you know quote unquote progressives it's, were arguing for when they said it that is you know war crime there there's a there's a harm reduction choice we we, we will have less harm under uh president joe biden versus uh president donald trump um less worse war crimes that's really all it comes down to i'm uh, sorry i'm just so antsy because i saw i saw abby shapiro no no, no. we're, we're going to abby shapiro really now that? so uh yeah. John, uh, two links to the Thank left you. of where we're at right I now should be the Abby Shapiro clip. I would like to preface this with, I didn't watch this. I just saw the title, which I will read to you in a second. I saw the title and I said, Love it. this is going to be something so dumb that I want to go into it raw. I want to feel it uh, as it comes upon my face. Um I, I I don't want to know anything about this before I watch it. The title of this Abby Shapiro clip uh, is conservative women in all caps. It's our time. Also in all caps. Let's take the culture back. That's not in all what, caps. What, what, how, what, culture, what culture is it? Yeah, right. Mayonnaise, <laughs> uh, hot salads. Okay. Well, Abby, Abby Shapiro is literally Jewish. So you guys are being very anti-Semitic right now. Oh shit! How <laughs> how is how does she look so much like Ben, but she's so hot at the same time? Well, I don't. She's literally so she's literally just me. hot Ben Shapiro. Yeah, I and, and I don't, I don't and feel I don't bad at all. It. I don't feel bad at all saying that Abby Shapiro is is conventionally attractive, but you yes. know people that get weirded so it, out so by that now. like it's a, no, she's just conventionally attractive. Uh, she's a failed daughter. Uh, fail sister yeah. to Ben Shapiro. She That's she that. leeches off of Ben Shapiro's like race baiting success uh, to run this like weird sort of conservative, but like I'm kitschy, so it's fine. Uh, YouTube channel thing. I don't know. I'm not hard to look at like my brother. Yeah, uh, and I don't talk like <laughs> this, uh, which factually means that I'm more attractive uh, per you know conventional beauty standards and. Also, I don't have to wear a yamaka because I'm a woman. I am the alpha lobster. You guys, it's all about personality in here. That's what makes you sexy. It's your, it's your personality. No, no, no. Her personality is when dog shit. People. No, oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. I'm... <laughs> I know you're making a joke, but but I, I can't accept it. Uh, yeah. So let's let's uh, Let let's speak. We're all going in dry on this uh, Abby Shapiro clip. That that was. Sexy. Oh, don't say that. Yeah. What, what do you guys mean? Did I say something wrong? 
Social media, celebrities, influencers, and YouTubers. So much of the time, it feels like one worldview. So much of the time. <laughs> one position is tolerated. Many of them don't say outright what their politics are. Many of them do. None of them need to. And none of them will say what I'm about to. I'm a conservative influencer. You pause it. Doesn't she say that shit all the time? I, yeah. I don't know why, like... <laughs> People in media do this a lot, but she she's like a weird parody of it, where you like speak out of one side of your mouth at a time, and it kind of like flows back and forth. Just this wacky. I'm a conservative woman influence. Yeah, that's that's the only critique we can really levy against her. Yeah, that's it. Just talking out of the literally talking out of the side of her mouth. Yeah, it's it's like in the. Oh, oh, I was gonna say it's like um, I think it's like a, an authoritative sort of like tone is that is is what's being used here, and it's like a practice authoritative tone. Um, I don't know. I don't even think it's authoritative. I think that it's just it's like extra animated, and people think that they need to be more animated and affected and so they do that by being like well well on this next episode of law and order svu (laughs) like yeah yeah, and and you know that 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 tone stuff is like obviously false because as as a uh, monotone person with like almost 1500 followers on instagram right now that's pretty good um, that's good Obviously, you don't need to like have any inflection in your voice in order to get followers. And you know what? I just gotta say, we are tone policing right now, and that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> what this podcast Lit- is about: literal tone policing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, policing a woman's tone. Oh, a- <laughs> yeah. with, with a with W O M Y N. A woman's yeah, let her tone. Have her <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's keep. In today's day and age, is not easy. You'll be told that you have internalized misogyny. You'll be told that you don't care about other women's well-being. You'll be told that you aren't a real woman. But none of that is true. Conservative women are the backbone of American society. We prioritize marriage and children, support our husbands, and support ourselves. We teach our families the strength of women both inside the home and out. We help our husbands grow, not by obeying their every word, but by bolstering their strengths and tamping down their... Just just most of their words. (laughs) I don't don't understand where this criticism... I don't understand where this criticism comes from. I don't think I've ever heard like uh, a left-leaning woman refer to conservative women as not being real women. I, I don't think that's one of the critiques. Well, it's a weird it's, one. It, yeah, it's, it's straw man argumentation, obviously. Yeah. Um, and and then yeah. just like not not by following every word that that we're told to, but by bolstering and and it like turns the uh, the conservative woman into like this weird. Uh, and it's funny how how like conservative tropes like always play into themselves this way, but basically what she's saying is that conservative women are like manipulators working behind the scenes because they're you know 
bolstering the strengths of their man while tamping down their their bad habits yeah. or or the, like their behind every strong yeah. man. Behind every strong man is a woman who's carefully manipulating the strings that guide <laughs> him in order to make him do the good things that they want him to do. <laughs> Yeah, conservatives all just live in Macbeth. It's really bizarre. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Liberals are all in in Hamlet, and conservatives <laughs> are all in Macbeth. It's a really it's strange. We live with values that encourage people to be better. We fight for what's right, even when the world tells us that everyone should do what they want, regardless of consequences. We stand hand in hand with men not against that can we, we pause real quick uh another thing i really like about this video is after every statement there's an obvious jump cut uh because she's not like speaking from yeah. the heart she's speaking from cue cards and between cue cards she like probably has to like take a break or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah how unbearable must it be to like watch that being recorded where it's like conservative women are women Pull up the next cue card. Conservative women are women. Conservative. No, let's just move to the next one. Tamp down his weakness. Tamp down. Tamp down his weakness. (laughs) See, see, this is. I'm gonna go on a little bit of a tangent here, but this is why I I I refuse to edit anything in in uh, the Benzo Rehab recordings because. I I believe and because <laughs> very much a lot of because no, I'm because I'm principles. I'm too lazy to rewatch whatever I've said and oftentimes when people like message me and like hey that thing that you guys talked about in the podcast that was really right. funny when you guys said such and such or whatever I'm like I don't remember saying that at all. Um, yeah, that happens to me all the time. I'm just like, I, you can't prove that I said that. I refuse to admit that I said that. I'm glad you like the podcast. <laughs> and, and and the reason the reason I don't know what I've said on the podcast most of the time is a because I drink a lot uh, while we're recording, and then b I don't rewatch anything that we fucking record. And and I refuse no. to rewatch it because I I have faith in in uh, myself, uh, you and and John, that uh, the things we say when we're not like maybe watching our words completely, uh, we're not bad people, and and we're not going to say something that's like actually bad. Uh, so, you know, like I'm not worried about it. And then when I see videos like this that just have like constant jump jump cuts, and it, it's like. Did she say something like between those jump cuts that, that like yeah, she's just, like yelling yeah. at the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? uh, like, <laughs> she definitely quality controlled this, probably. She quality controlled yeah. it. Another thing that I see this a lot in is like like a lot of like liberal podcasts, uh Pod Save America being one of them, where you can constantly find jump cuts in them. And it's like, oh, did they say something a little bit out of line Dude. and they decided, ooh, we gotta dial that back in. <laughs> that's 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 what I've said the, the the whole time that we did that Pod Save America episode. I said it over and over again that it was it, it was an example of of the violence of curation. Yeah, like everything in it's curated. That's why they had the AirPods. I swear to fucking God, that's why all of that stuff existed because everything is so carefully put together in such a disingenuous way, like yep. down to the books that he didn't did not have on his shelf, like. 
Obama's on the other side of those AirPods. (laughs) (laughs) The reason I always have these uh... obnoxious, really, really kind of ineffective, shitty Zoom backgrounds is because I don't want to have to curate my surroundings uh, for the listener. I, I, in fact, I don't even want to be on video, but I'm, I signed a contract and I, I used blood and stuff. Uh, but I don't recall making I you do that. I, well, I, I, you know, don't oh, worry you about signed, it. you signed a contract lady. with somebody else uh, for this, I guess. <laughs> with the HR lady. Yeah. Oh, HR. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which but, is you. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, but because, you know, I, it's just so much shit and falsity, you know, it's just, it's, yeah, I, I've made my point. Well, but, you know, I clearly live in, in this house that I, that, that you can true. see that behind me. Yours is so. actually real and it's, yeah, uh, it's I mean, real. you did paint that thing back there and that's a little yeah. much, but Go ahead. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Camp yeah. Benzo, Camp Benzo logo. Cabenzo. Cabenzo. Uh, let's uh, let's continue with Abby Shapiro. Got halfway through. Got our views, like I did, for years. You've been forgotten and left behind as magazines and movies decided you're outdated. You've been told that the best way to be a woman is to act more like a man. You've been told that you don't care about women because you care about a child in her womb. You've been told that sleeping around is empowering, but waiting till marriage is ridiculous. You've been nobody's ever said that (laughs) well i mean i don't know no no sexual choice is literally about like you can do either of these things and it doesn't mean anything about you actually yeah actually especially in progressive circles because you know how could you be supportive of asexual people and then be like everybody else though if you're not asexual you gotta fuck (laughs) if this is your first time at fuck club you gotta fuck (laughs) (laughs) go ahead i mean go ahead dingo to be fair and i have nothing against uh ace people or anything but if uh if you don't fuck you're a nerd (laughs) i said it i said it you gotta fuck once to know that you don't like it Try the heroin, man. <laughs> <laughs> the only way that you can know that something's bad is if you tried it once. <laughs> go, Look, buddy, go. So I know I know you didn't want to do this, but we're all we're all blowing coke into one another's buttholes. <laughs> and if you've never tried it, you need to, by law, try it once to know we, that you'll uh, never want to do it again. We call it so, snow dusting. It's this new thing where we all <laughs> take a handful of coke and we blow it into each other's bowels anyways if you don't want to participate in it you're literally being ableist because i'm addicted and i can't control my addiction so if you don't want to snow dust into my butthole uh uh, you're uh you're being very ableist against me just just imagining a whole bunch of like french uh uh like like French French monarchs and stuff, all uh, aristocrats hanging out in this uh, this like incredible <laughs> Rococo palace, and like they're they're about to do that thing where they like eat a whole and they're just one of them doesn't want to do it, and they're just like shouting at it, "You fucking nerd! You nerd! You nerd! You nerd!" 
I, I was thinking about a bunch Come of I was I was thinking about a bunch of French people that are that are like in a in a weirdly like fireplace lit room, but uh, in the center of the room there's a you. table with lines of coke and also a bellows. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what it's there for. It's there for snow dusting. Rite <laughs> of passage. John, did you have something to say before we go on? Oh no! Just that uh, that I prefer if you uh, put the cocaine in your mouth, like a like a mouthful of it, and chew it up, and then spit it into my asshole. Oh yeah, we we call that yeah, baby yeah. birding. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do with the baby birds before we eat the whole. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's go. go. Yeah, please, please play the clip. <laughs> been told that believing in God is passe. You've been silenced about your views, but not anymore. Let's take back the culture so women can be women. Let's talk about reclaiming your femininity. Let's talk about dating with purpose. Let's talk about finding balance in career and home life. Oh my Let's God. talk about being an awesome, loving wife, but also being the kind of wife who makes her husband a better man. Let's talk about how to dress fashionably and conservatively. Let's talk about how to do your makeup. Literally wearing a tyrant outfit. Okay, yeah, no, and, like and I gotta, I gotta call out another outfit. thing. Uh, she, she briefly, she briefly blinked away to Nikki Haley when she was talking about like career and purpose and stuff. Uh, Nikki Haley is, uh, is a war criminal. Um, as. She she was she was ambassador to the and, UN. And then <laughs> she sucks. She sucks and, so bad. And, and, and then she and then she flashes over when she's talking about making your husband a better man to Ivanka uh, and what what are the uh, Jared Jared blank blank face Jared Kushner yeah. And which which is actually appropriate because uh, because the only thing you can do with that man is improve him. <laughs> Just yeah. by like inserting any kind of charisma into his life, you're improving him. He's blown coke into his butt and he becomes yeah. a better person. He's the one person <laughs> where coke actually improves his. Grab the bellows. We had we had to snow dust this boy. <laughs> Jared's here. Grab the bellows. Oh, that's, that's why Ivanka wears the white matrix outfits so that yeah. you can't see all the ass blow on her. <laughs> you know? she, can just, she can just bellows Jarrett fucking behind a bush. Nobody would know. Yeah, it's it's weird that that she chose that that, man, that specific that man has white skin marks. <laughs> <laughs> he shits bleach. <laughs> But uh, no, it, it's it's weird that uh, that she, that she chose that that particular picture of Ivanka Trump in like very like you said like Matrix style clothing. Um, but there's like also pictures of Ivanka Trump like weirdly not very fully dressed, sitting on Donald Trump's lap. Like there's a, there's a disconnect there. She's just being the woman she was born to be. Uh oh, John. John's looking up uh, Ivanka Trump on. Hell yeah, Daddy. Just say oh. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, underwear. What? What are you doing? <laughs> no. Just, just how, do spell, how, do you, how do you spell lingerie? Lingerie. Uh, lingerie. Right? Yeah, it's L-I-N-G. it's with an L I. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Ling- lingerie. 
Oh man, we're we're gonna find something. We have to fucking. Or, uh, <laughs> there it is. Oh yeah, she's a very conservatively dressed woman, as as we can see by all these boudoir pics of her. Yep. You don't. I mean, I don't think you don't have to dress like a slut. Well, we're not we're not shaming Ivanka Trump for doing this. We're, oh, yeah. we're shaming the oh, idea yeah. that that yeah. Abby Shapiro is bringing her up as a conservatively dressed right. woman. And and yeah, we should be clear about that. Yeah. yeah, we're we're not we're not shaming Ivanka Trump for for wearing clothes that are revealing or anything like that. I we're think that's fine. Abby for being an idiot. Yeah, we're 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 shaming Abby exactly. Shapiro for for championing Ivanka Trump as a conservatively dressed woman, while she's clearly uh, been evocative in a lot of dress and and photo shoots, <laughs> whatever. Um, so clearly she she has no idea because, what the fuck she's talking about. I won't be happy. Right. Go ahead. Because personally, I won't be happy until all of us, men and women alike, and non-binary people, are going to work in nipple tassels. <laughs> For sure. Oh, all of us. Absolutely. Yeah. If I could... also, I've done it before. I've, I've put on pasties and no, man, no, no, don't click on that. That's bad time. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we should move away from this if we want yeah. this to be on let's, YouTube. Let's, let's go back to the uh, let's go back to the Abby Shapiro video. Uh, HR is going to talk to you, John. <laughs> hey, I'm just making points here. No, you, you made a good point, uh, which uh, is that Abby Shapiro is fucking dumb. A dumb dumb. A dumb dumb. Uh, she's talking about Ivanka Trump as a conservatively just woman. Ivanka Trump has obviously done lots of uh, boudoir photo shoots, whatever. Um, it's it's isn't the thing that she said when Ivanka came up was just that she improved her her husband though. Is that what she was saying? Uh, no, she she talked about oh, Ivanka as being about... like conservatively dressed did, as well. Did, did she flash up a couple a couple yep. times? Yep. Okay. So yeah, so that would make sense. They do they do love that person. I mean, look at her using half of her face. Oh, it's gonna. She does. Have, she she does have like yeah. a wriggling upper lip. Yeah. Yeah. It moved both sides. It goes. <laughs> so so go ahead, John. Fashionably and conservatively. she says, "Go okay. ahead, pause, pause." She says, "Fashionably and conservatively," and flashes up a picture of Ivanka Trump. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Night at the opera, not a night at the club. Let's talk about life from a conservative perspective, and let's not be afraid to do it. Thank you guys so much for watching today's video. Please subscribe to my channel and blog if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell to get notified of all my new videos. Yeah, that's, my we're, we're, we're done. We don't need her to pitch. I would, I would like, uh, yeah, we no, no, I would pitch. like to uh, scroll back up a little she bit. She looks John. like she's being dubbed in like a, a Chinese film. Pause, <laughs> pause right there, John. I would like to point out something that's always hilarious to me. Look at the likes and look at the dislikes. Oh, yeah. That ratio is very funny. <laughs> You've been ratioed. Because you spend so much money on ads. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's 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 all just ads that everyone gets. Uh, and and it doesn't matter who. It's, yeah. it, they have no... They don't plan this. So they just they just spread it out. It's nuts. So so, so maybe, like I was uh, saying, just want to get go ahead, go ahead, John. Go ahead, John. Maybe we should be careful then, because uh, that sounds like uh, if your like to dislike ratio gets too high, you have to start paying YouTube. <laughs> that that would be like a funny terms yeah. of service thing. Like, 
if you could ratio people into having to pay back YouTube. <laughs> you get indentured if you don't buy ads for your own show. I'm in millions of dollars of debt to YouTube right now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, for for the listener subscription, for for the listener, not viewer, uh, Abby Shapiro's video has twenty four thousand likes, eighty seven thousand dislikes. <laughs> Isn't that what that's most of her uh, videos are like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's 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 why I, that's why I consider her like a a fail sister of uh, Ben Shapiro. Um, yeah. It's, it's it's kind of it's it's amazing that she's gotten well not even that she's gotten this far but that she continues because it's like yeah yeah obviously I mean, nobody unless, likes like you a, an, another conservative with the shame king maybe no yeah so so this video that uh, that you just pulled up is uh six point nine thousand likes. 27,000 dislikes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the the ratio awesome. isn't even like 1 to 1. It's it's uh it's literally less than half uh likes to dislikes. Um we have I, one I, I wish people could like downvote my uh uh my Instagram posts. It would be so funny just to see how many people dislike them. Same, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's go to the uh the next link, John. Um, so this is uh, this is Mansion, and this is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen, uh, especially this week. Uh, but this is uh, this is Joe Manchin uh, explaining why he won't uh, abolish the filibuster, and uh, y- you're going to notice that he doesn't have a very sound reasoning uh, because he's what? full of shit, and um, <laughs> uh, he's actually. Uh, taking the heat for a lot of Democrats that don't want to abolish the filibuster, but aren't like, I don't know, ballsy yeah. enough to go through with saying it out loud. So he's got to be the fall guy, basically. But uh, yeah. let's let's go ahead and By watch way, this clip. Anyone whose last name is uh, like a like a location that you you go to, yes, Mansion, a, a cinema, chin of man. Wrong. Like <laughs> something is wrong with these people for sure. Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia. Good morning, Senator. Jesus. Has he always? I feel like I've seen pictures of him before. Yeah, he he, he is not. Has he uh, always looked this terrible. So so you're He's, going to notice he has always looked like a bird that you eat whole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very very peculiar. Um, just above his his eyebrows, right? Like there's a line yeah. there, right? Yeah. That's clearly a spray tan, because. Directly above that is a much paler figure. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just thought that he stole an old elf who had herpes face. <laughs> that's that's also possible. <laughs> <laughs> who, who hasn't stolen an old elf's face at some point? Yeah. Though? I mean, yeah. It's how I keep my boyish, uh, boyish looks. So let's, uh, yeah. let's keep on with this clip. Sure. Good morning, John. How are you? Doing all right this morning. A, a lot of Democrats say that you are standing in the way of their priorities, and one of them appears to be the president. He said earlier this week in Tulsa, talking about the frustration of getting things passed, he said two members of the Senate who vote more with my Republican friends. Depending on how you see it, he was either being honest about the limitations on what he can get done, or he's saying you're standing in the way of his agenda. Well, I think that was taken out of content, John. Um, the president knows how the Pause. Senate works better than probably any senator. 
He says that was taken out of content. Out of content? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he literally says that yeah. was taken out of content. Uh, so so uh, why I wanted to bring this clip up is because uh, the people that run our country are fucking idiots. They don't even know how to say context yes. instead of content. That's how bad this guy who is like legitimately blocking democracy right now and you know, we can go into all the theory about how like the Democrats are intentionally blocking democracy because they don't like it either, whatever. But this this fucking elected official doesn't know the difference between content and context while he's being talked to because he's just that fucking dumb. What what if what if people in power want things to stay the way they are. Oh no. That would be a whole theory. I don't know, man. I don't think we can we can pursue that much farther. It's a little nah, bit half baked. It's uh it's it's a uh, out there kinda. Um Yeah. I, I just to remind everyone <laughs> of uh, the fun fun Deleuze quote is that uh, uh leftism has nothing to do with government. Yes. There is no such thing as a leftist government. Based King Deleuze. Based King Deleuze. John, go ahead and play this unless you have something to say. Oh, no. They're saying today, or as well as any senator saying today, he understands we're a delivered body because we're supposed to be delivered by the cool things off that come from the house. That's what we're doing. We're looking at... Not, not deliberative body. Yeah, to cool things off, to, like, not make laws or shit or anything yeah. like that. Like anytime there's some kind of there's some kind of structural change, we make sure that that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like the the Senate right. is uh, anti anti constitutional um, and literally not a part of the Constitution, but a a weird set of rules that was enacted through Congress in order to tamp down any. Uh, maybe radical changes that Congress wanted to pass through. This right. this is historically accurate. This is exactly yeah. what the Senate is. The Constitution is literally built to to slow down change, uh, theoretically with like good intentions, but like also certainly stops things. From yeah, getting yeah. Better. The yeah, the Constitution well, has well, stops well, for sure. Yeah. But the Senate is not a constitutional yeah. branch yeah. of government or anything it's like that. It is, rules. It, <laughs> it, yeah, it, it is a, it is a, an extension of Congress that was created for the explicit purpose of stopping any kind of progress or change. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's keep listening to mansion. Every way we can to bring this country together and unite the country. That's what I'm doing. I think anybody whether it be a Democrat or a Republican that's sitting today in the Senate, know who I knows who I am. The, the guy who said that he would vote for something if people that supposedly disagree with him agreed with it also. Yes. Like, like that's literally like that's his main excuse that he that he keeps going back to. Or people who fucking uh are like apologist for joe manchin or something like the necessity for i guess republicans that call themselves democrats or whatever <laughs> like, I mean, 
that that fucking um shit that why can't he wear a flag sometimes yeah you know no exactly like, why can't he wear a flag sometimes <laughs> no but that, that by the way that's going to be the next uh <laughs> sorry John. no but uh but uh that uh that literally standing in the way of a law that could possibly pass just because well I'd like somebody who disagrees with it to agree with it. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly, right? So right. I, I would like way, somebody that's, that's who... That's going to be the uh, new Zero Books. Uh, go ahead. That, go ahead. That's going to be the new Zero Books publication. It's going to be The Necessity of Joe Manchin. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Douglas Lane here with a new... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, by the way, Joe Manchin is rumored to not be running for office again uh for yeah his next, no uh, uh his next election so he's he's literally just obstructing democracy yeah there, there's a very prevailing theory yeah. that uh he's taking the fall for a lot of other democrats who don't want to end in the filibuster because they like not changing things um yeah his his next move uh according to a lot of people is running for governor of west virginia um that's neither here nor there he's obviously a bad faith actor if we like examine him talking in this clip at all uh because his his like idea of like well you know the the filibuster was uh, made because you know we don't want anybody to take control of the house and then make a bunch of rules well where were you for the last like four years or or like eight years while while republicans ran congress and ramrodded all these like fucking horrible bills through uh that you voted on or didn't vote on or didn't like offer any like actual resistance to um and now all of a sudden that the uh the the vote or the votes are coming down to like well maybe we shouldn't try to make every black person in a in a legal voter uh, now you're like, well, you know, we have to maintain the filibuster. Uh, it's very important in this case that we maintain the filibuster. Like, obviously, he's a, he's a bad faith actor. He's taking the fall for a lot of other Democrats. One of them is Diane Feinstein, who we should probably look up a clip of uh, for the for this episode because uh, if there's ever a case for somebody who's not fit for office, it's Diane Feinstein right now. She doesn't even know that she like supported ending the filibuster and then came back against the filibuster um, because she's reached the point of age where she's not coherent anymore. And we could look to like the sad side of it where it's like, oh, this is like elder abuse, but also at the same time. <laughs> fuck her she sold stocks right before covid so not a great person also also rumor has it that joe manchin isn't even a mansion <laughs> he's not even a man with a chin um yeah we don't have to look at the filibuster thing right now we, we can uh, round out the mansion uh mansion video yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna try. I'm gonna not look at his face yeah. while it's very while, hard. It's very yeah, hard. Yeah, we've only gotten through a minute. Yeah, and I think I've been the one who keeps pausing it. And you I have, think, and and yeah. and we're fine with that. 
Yeah, I think it's be- I think it's watching his face move is more horrific. Well, than because there's there's the ball. there's the 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 shade difference between where he was spray tanned and where he wasn't. Like it's it's hard to ignore that. Yeah, and apparently like a fit, he got caught by like a fish hook yeah. on his lip. Or Whatever's something. going on with his lip, he looks like he's drooling a little bit. Yeah, it, yeah. not a great look. No, he he's well, like a contender. Pretty good face. Yeah. He, he's like a contender for like the uh, the uh, uh, Ted Cruz. This person is not a person <laughs> challenge. <laughs> They're all elves. He's almost <laughs> as hard to look at as Ted Cruz. Yeah. All right. Let's try. Let's try to get through this. And I've always been about bipartisan ship. I've always tried to work in a bipartisan way, and I've voted in a bipartisan way in the last ten years of the Senate. So I'm doing what I have always done. Let's unite this country. We don't need to be divided any further. What the White House would say is on an issue, let's say infrastructure, which is key to the president's economic agenda. What they would say is there's a way to do this with Democrats alone. It's the same method that was used to pass President Trump's tax cut. But you won't agree to do that. And since you won't agree to do that, it takes all of the leverage away from the White House. Now, in order to pass an infrastructure package, it requires 60 votes to get past the filibuster. So it's not just that you're, you want bipartisanship. They would argue what you're doing is basically putting all the negotiating leverage in the hands of those 10 Republicans that would be needed for the president to pass anything. Uh, we need to work within the framework of what we have. There's ways that we can prove, uh, you know, move forward. Let me say this. There's been seven brave Republicans that have spoken out. They have voted. Seven, not ten. Uh, we, we, we really don't have to listen to him any further than this. Uh, Joe Manchin is a... Um, also, also for... Go ahead. Go ahead, Dingo. For, for, for the listeners, just so, just so you really know, um, Joe Manchin... Not to continue just shitting on his looks. This has more to do with affect. But he he simply always looks terrified, especially when he's just listening. He's like gulping air. He yeah. he is like mortified. He has I'm surprised there isn't like a red dot floating around somewhere <laughs> on his body. Like, <laughs> a corporate sniper like waiting to just fucking <laughs> fucking pluck him off whenever Probably, like, he says something yeah, wrong. A sniper from Arby's is like <laughs> their corporate office sent him down. <laughs> Taco Bell sends its regards. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh <laughs> The, the the basic uh, the basic plot of the point here is that uh, that that Joe Manchin is a lying piece of shit. Um, yeah. He's obstructing everything because he can and he will because he wants his name recognition out there. Um, I don't think he has any ideological like differences with the filibuster legitimately. I think this is just a prop for him to uh to to put himself into the the uh, spotlight. Um yeah, fuck yeah. Joe Manchin, fuck Democrats in general because yeah. uh you know the, like the the basic fact that you know um Biden is leaning on the saying like, well, I didn't win in West Virginia, so how can I pressure Joe Joe Manchin? Uh, you can pressure Joe Manchin by just like calling him a piece of shit. Yeah, 
Like, there's nothing stopping anybody from calling Joe Manchin a piece of shit, except for it's pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, easy. I just did it. Joe Manchin's a piece of shit. I'll say it yeah. again. Joe Manchin's a piece of shit. Um, Joe Manchin. Oh my god! Don't don't mention your peel. Yeah. <laughs> when it ultimately came down for Democrats to become a party that supported the Civil Rights Act or whatever, fucking uh, LBJ fucking called all the fucking blue dog Democrats in the South yep. pieces of shit. Yeah. And said that they're not in the party. Like fucking why doesn't like why don't presidents do that anymore? I, yeah. if I was president, I'd fucking be like, yeah, it's well, because I'm because presidents we, we elect now uh are part of this structure. Um yeah. and, and I mean, this to is- be fair, Trump did that a lot, but <laughs> 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 no that 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 was that, that was like one of the 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 positive notions about Trump is that yeah. he would like shit all over a Republican that wasn't following the Republican party line, right? Like yeah. he he yeah. he perfectly displayed how the bully pulpit can be used. And now we have Biden who yeah. could use the bully pulpit, but he doesn't use the bully pulpit because Ideologically, I think he aligns with people like Joe Joe Manchin. He aligns with pe- he aligns with people like uh, like Diane Feinstein or or Nancy Pelosi, who who you know would like to fundraise off of the idea of change and better things in the future, or you know like uh, making sure that police don't uh, don't kill black people all the time. They like to fundraise off of that idea and then they do nothing to deliver that, but they give you the, the, the idea that it could happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it, it's just to kind of modify that statement a little bit that, you know, Trump wasn't, wasn't getting people to follow the Republican party line. He was producing a new line for them. Yeah, to no, no, follow, no, no. He right? was creating so, the, and that's, that's the chance that the, that people on the democratic end have is that we, the problem is that they're following the democratic party line. Right? right. And you could have someone that says, no, here's a new line based on my own ideology or like, you know, my, my own views and you should follow that it's it's about well that was drawing a new line kind of like the 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 benefit of supporting somebody like bernie sanders who you know i have some grievances with but most of the time i agree with those like policy solutions or his ideas or whatever is it's it's setting a new term for how the democratic party looks at things and right. then when you know you you give a candidate like Biden the the actual like democratic front runner position i can't stand for that anymore because biden is representing uh more or less what the republican party is representing more or less what joe manchin himself is like forcing through his non-vote that based off of like, oh, I'm gonna like uh be bipartisan and if uh if Republicans don't agree with this position, uh I I can't vote for it because I need Republicans and Democrats to vote for this position. Like it's all fucking bullshit. That's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Like, like he only yeah. plays plays uh plays sports with uh and gives a handicap to his opponent. Yeah. 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 And and yeah. and this is where, you know, a, a lot of the time, mm-hmm. especially in the last election, 
when I was talking shit about Joe Biden and how and how nobody should should vote for Joe Biden, I got a lot of blowback about like you're literally trying to like uh, enable Trump to get a second term, and it's like no, I I I. I don't want Trump to have a second term. I don't want Biden to have a first term either because these people are not very much different from each other. And, uh, you know, like the, the amount of work that you're doing to elect somebody like Joe Biden, uh, to elect somebody like Joe Manchin, just because he's got a fucking D behind his name. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's insane to me how people will just acquiesce to these maniacs, these these fucking like disconnected rich people who don't give a shit about like your actual day-to-day rights or like whether or not your voice is being heard. Um yeah, yeah I don't know. This is like drunk rambling uh rant bullshit but like i don't know when when i see somebody like joe manchin this is what we call the, the, the final third of the podcast yeah yeah <laughs> this is right before we uh we we do our sign-offs but but like manchin and biden are, are are part of this this structure of people who should not be uh elected by people who want progressive uh politics and and yet, uh, the, there was such a huge push by progressive politics groups to elect Joe Biden uh, in order to you know lead into what we have now, which is uh, immigrants do not come to our country, and uh, 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 we, need, we need to build a wall. Yeah, an infrastructure bill that's that's going nowhere because he won't force people like Joe Manchin to. Uh, to to vote on the infrastructure bill um or you know the the yeah. the, the college Jenner's debt on that wall too yeah <laughs> there's already a wall like that's funny like because uh, greg yeah. did, did she actually say that that she was going to fund a wall on the california border no i don't think she actually said yeah. that oh. but she but she hates homeless yeah, people because <laughs> oh, okay. uh, greg Abbott, yeah. she she said that she was going to fund completing the wall Oh, did she? Oh, shit. Oh, so like in, in, in her state as like interstate as governor. Because, which is funny. Yeah. Like, the only place that there isn't wall is Texas. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, California all... actually has a very secure border wall. Uh, Texas yeah. is the only place that doesn't have one. And uh, it's funny because Texas doesn't want which a secure again, border wall. doesn't have any. And, and the wall, uh, even if your goal is to stop immigration, like it's not, it doesn't, that, yeah. that doesn't change it. Yeah. Yeah. That's not but, how people come in. That's not and, how they and, stay. And Texas yeah. doesn't want a secure border wall because they get a lot of free labor through the, the, uh, well, that, that, and the, the, uh, the Texas border is all privately owned, like almost all of it. The, the, right. the places where there is wall, there are, are not privately owned, uh, 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 land like uh, the whole build the wall, build the wall thing. Like the reason why half the country has a wall or natural barriers. There are some. The wall is a little less of a wall in some places, but generally there's a wall over most of the border or some type of uh, fencing. But Texas almost has none, and we will just have like five miles 
of like random ass fucking wall that was built back in the Bush administration or the Reagan <laughs> administration because they've been building the wall for fucking ever, but they always get defeated in Texas in court yeah. because fucking like 89 or fucking 85% of the border is privately owned yep, or owned by a Native American or something. And people own land on both sides of the border. So they always win in court when it's like yeah. you were completely destroying my livelihood and like an industry because like yeah. these are big like ranching fucking uh, big ranch at cattle ranches and shit like that. My like, industry I mean, is letting uh, letting ISIS <laughs> operatives run over my border. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the private owners don't donate it because they don't want a fucking big ass fence fucking across their fucking land. Weird. Yeah, and they win. They win in court. Like the some people lose, but then like everybody wins, and then the politicians out of office, and they stop building it, and it's never going to get built. It's just political theater. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we have uh, we've exhausted all of our dumb things that we've seen this week. Um, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and end it here. I, uh, I, I I do have one little thing that we can finish with. Please, please. Uh, which is uh, this is has nothing to do with politics or anything, but I find it extremely funny. I have uh, I have a new email that I've had to have warmed up uh, so that it uh, doesn't uh, appear as a scam. It's it's a whole search algorithm thing, and so the way that it's warmed up is that I get huge amount of te- uh, messages sent to it uh, that are just stripped from random documents, so that uh, it you know kind of has sense to it. And it doesn't trip anything up for spam filters, uh, but it's still nonsense. And I just want to read the uh, title of one that I received, and it's a very ominous uh, uh, message that I got on my uh, on my uh, work account. And it's Hawkins hasn't had his face and moved no more. Oh my God, <laughs> that's pretty serious. It's pretty, it's pretty scary, huh? <laughs> so I've been having fun with those, and yeah. that's uh, that's my absurdity during the night. Cool. Well, Joe Man stole Hawkins' face. <laughs> he did, and he moved no more. <laughs> uh, one one thing I I will add before we sign off. Um, apparently a bunch of people didn't know we have a or the Benzo Rehab Dungeon has a Patreon link. Uh, all of the links are in the uh, the link tree uh, that 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 I post up as a part of all these posts. Um. And if you go to Patreon, it's Benzo Rehab Dungeon is all you need to search for. Turns out we're the only people with that name. Um, so if if you do want to give to this dumb shit project that we're working on, uh, please do. Uh, and that's all I have. We love you. Please take your medicine. Uh, hold up. Oh, oh, we you have to, other things. We, oh, okay. We have, we have we have other things to do shit um but uh yeah again again as always the the workshop is still going strong uh every saturday Uh, if you want to go to patreon again for that it's patreon.com slash truncata t-r-u-n-c-a-t-a um for for this this month everything that we make uh rather than going to me is going to go to uh, a fund for uh, uh, 
friend of ours family uh, who passed. So uh, yeah. if you, I, I would, I would suggest that you just donate directly to them. But if you are in the workshop already, uh, know that that's where the money is going. Um, but um, yeah, uh, we can. I don't know. We we've both been sharing the the link to that uh, GoFundMe, so I'm sure you can find it if you want yep. to. Um, and otherwise, that's uh, that's all I've got. John. Oh, nothing for me. Cool. All right. We love you. Please take your medicine. Please take mine too. And make sure to save some for your friends. Hell yeah. <laughs>